the plane! It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsoneBay.com. I get the keys so I just come in and you know, come and play music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? He's about to be <laughs> Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! Ah! Yeah, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play Little Bean instead. I'm Batman, the hero! I see what Spider-Man number one looks like. I guarantee he blows the load, Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble! You're listening to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show, and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual, the usual suspects in the building, on Skype. He is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Also on Skype, the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum. Our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. What's up? I couldn't hear the music. I'm sorry to hear that. As for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me Mayor. Sometimes they call me Mister. Sometimes we get to bask in the glow that is Avengers Infinity War. Well, not sometimes. Right now. Today. We're going to be doing that. Um. Yeah, so I want to thank you all for being here. Uh, we do have a great show. Like I said, we're going to be talking about Avengers Infinity War. Uh, pretty much the whole show. We're going to do some news, of course. But uh, this is going to be a spoiler-heavy discussion of Infinity War. So if you have not seen Infinity War... You very well may want to tune out and go to the archive after you've seen it because we will ruin this movie for you. Uh, eh, to a degree. That's like, but still, it's like we're, we're not holding anything back. The movie, it's hard to talk about uh, without talking about the finer points of it. So we just decided. We're going to dispense with it. We're going to put 
Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert right here at the beginning. And we'll do it periodically throughout the show as people tune in. But the fact of the matter is we're going to be discussing Avengers Infinity War. If you've seen it and you have opinions on it, you want to talk about uh, talk about it in depth, have some analysis and some comparisons in regards to uh, the comics and the characters and other medium. Uh, we will be having that discussion along with the latest and greatest comic book news. But before we do all that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course you all, the All Games community, for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's is LA's in the South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met at Jeffrey's Comics. All you have to do is give them a call at 310-538-3198. You can give them a call. They'll pick up. They'll say, hey. Uh, also, uh, I guess if you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, because I, I didn't mention that earlier, did I? If you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, uh, we have a few different ways to do it. We have our Skype line. <coughs> it is up. It is ready. It is raring to go. Um, you can just go ahead Add Fantastic Forum to your contacts. Hit the green button, and you'll actually be the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Because, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, he, our intrepid senior reporter Oz is in the building. He is here. What up, Oz? Have we actually checked to see if the phone number still works? Uh, the phone numbers to Jeffries? Or are you talking about the phone numbers? The phone number to Skype. To Skype. I have not checked, but. Because we, we. I couldn't call in. Oh. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's not in service. I just called right now. No. Okay. Well, good. Well, we won't tell you to call that then. 323-250-0720 is no longer working. <laughs> Thanks, Mo. Thanks. Uh, if you don't want to Skype in, you could always use chat. <coughs> chat. Chat.allgames.com. Allgames.com slash chat. Or uh, go to allgames.com, hit the live slash chat button, and you will be brought into the chat room where we, we will take your comments directly out of chat and bring them into the show, such as uh, Dungeon Buster, who says, yay, fantastic forum. I hope Dungeon Buster saw Infinity War. Tire Claw says, what's up, fantastic forum? We all waited for 10 years, and Thanos is finally here, but, but here, like, I can hear you. As opposed to here, like in this location. <laughs> I agree. He's both. He's both. Tano's is finally listening. <laughs> well, with the Infinity Gauntlet, he could be both. He can be both. Thanos is all things with the Infinity Gauntlet. So, um, yeah. But like I said, and you know, I'm gonna this is gonna be the, the last time I say it for a moment. But we're about to get into a spoilerific discussion of Infinity War, Avengers Infinity War. If you have not seen it yet and you are listening to Fantastic Forum, we would advise you to turn off the show now because uh, we're going to start talking about it. We don't want to spoil anything for you if you don't want spoilers. I feel comfortable in saying, even if I had known the plot, there's definitely... Uh, the experience itself is is something. It's like you do have to see it, 
It's not something that you just hear about and you're like, well, there's no point now. Nah, there's a point still, <laughs> even if you <coughs> knew exactly what was going to happen. Um, but uh, if you don't want that, we want you to tune out. The archive will go up after you see it. Come back to the archive and listen to the show. We're, we're certain that you will get some extra insight into the movie itself and possibly what might come next. So, cool. Gentlemen, Avengers Infinity War, as Tiger Claw said, 10 years in the making. Uh, how do you all feel about it? How, 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 I mean, generally speaking, how did you feel about it? And um, what did it did it live up to the hype, in your opinion? Oz, you haven't been here for a while. Welcome back. We'd love to hear your opinion first. I'll let you know when I watch it. Are you? No, Oz. <laughs> Oz, are you serious? <laughs> Oz, are you serious? No, no, I saw it. Oh, I was about to say. I'm like, dude, Oz, if you're... I'm like, Oz, if you are serious right now, like, you're out the forum. Like, you're done. We're replacing I should, you. I should have just hung up and sent you a message saying, you told me to turn it off. <laughs> that would be funny. But uh, it would make it would make me laugh. It, the audience wouldn't. Know no, no, you're right. It's bad radio, but it is a a, a funny joke. <laughs> so, Oz, what did you? What were your? What was your general impression of Infinity War? In your opinion, did it live up to the hype? Uh, I mean, it, it was it was a good movie. It was everything I thought was going to happen. Okay. You know. So, your a general impression is it was a good movie. Does it live? Yeah, up? I mean, I, I was, I was, in, I, I was impressed how they were able to juggle all those main characters. Yeah, you know, that that seemed like their biggest challenge. There's just so many stars, right, in that movie that I didn't, I wasn't sure how they'd handle that, and I think they did a pretty good job with that. Yeah, and so, did did it live up to the hype in your opinion? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, because the, I mean, the reluctant, the reluctant, yes. I, well, I mean, it was it was fine, but that's just me because I know what was going to happen, and I wasn't surprised by a whole lot. But I can see how people that are just going to go watch the movie and aren't haven't read any comics or anything like that, I can see why they the hype it would live up to the hype for them. So I got to see it from that point of view too. Okay. Look, there it is. We're going to put you, we're going to quote you on the back of the box for the Blu-ray. It was fine. (laughs) Oz, fantastic forum. (laughs) Jay, what was your impression of Infinity War, and did it live up to the hype for you? Oh, I thought it was great. Like, really fun, perfect ending. Um, As far as the hype, I avoided all of it so that I wouldn't have expectations going in. So, well, but I don't but there is a certain amount of hype that goes into this movie even if you avoid all the media stuff. I mean, just your own personal anticipation. I mean, it's like you've known this is coming for a while now. So, in that put it yeah. in that context. Does it does it did it did it live up to your own personal expectation? I was purposefully purposefully buffeting all my expectations. Like, I barely watched any trailers. 
I avoided like the media. I just, you know, I kind of tried to take all expectations out of my head so that I could just enjoy it for it. Got it. That's fair. It's more than fair. Ladies and gentlemen, Moses Magnum. I didn't get to see it. You dumb. Kelsey, you know you heard Oz do that joke, right? No, <laughs> you were there when I saw it. I was in the room. My seat was too close to the screen. Oh. I couldn't see shit. And you were still yeah. in the back row of the front, right? Yeah, but that's still that's still how how did it sound? <laughs> The soundtrack was tight, but the Thor Ragnarok soundtrack is still the best one out of the whole MCU. <laughs> I I um, understand why you would think that, Mo. That makes sense. But no, I you know as far as hype goes, like it's I had you know you talking about I didn't believe the hype from the media because they don't know, they don't know right. Thanos because you know? fake news. Well, no, they just don't know. They don't know, you know. <laughs> It's like, you know, I had people asking online, like on Facebook threads and shit, like, you know, I'm kind of scared that people might die. And I'm like, well, if they do it right, everybody's going to fucking die, you know? So it's just one of those things. So I knew, like, there's going to be deaths. Um, But my expectations was more on the line of, like, this Disney's Infinity War. Mm. You know, like, it's like, they're not, he's not going to clap Captain America's face and explode the head. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So everybody turning to dust was a cop out. It was stupid. And then uh, the only good part of that was, fuck, when Peter died, man. Fuck. Apparently I, that that was improvised, too, because he. Yeah. Um, I read he didn't have any lines. They just told him, well. You're going to be scared because this is happening to you. And then everything like, else was all that guy. I wish you didn't attribute it to that. To me, I, that was a spider sense telling them he was dying. So thank thank you for ruining the magic. You're welcome. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, dude, that, that, see, that scene, I was like, fuck. It makes this going into dust mean something. Everybody else, I mean... I, you know, I, I knew the, the embodiment of death wasn't in it, and I knew that if that wasn't in it, then Thanos' goal was going to be stupid, and that, it turned out to be that. But the movie itself was still good. It's just, you know, he's just a little like Malekith on on steroids, you know. Well, you know, it, it did surprise me a little bit that at one point they made me feel bad for Thanos. I'm okay with that. I'm not worried about that. But, no, I, I it was just a surprise. I I didn't expect to feel anything for Thanos, other than oh good, I'm glad he's killing folks. Not Thanos. Like, Go ahead. His his altruistic goal of, you know, not overpopulating the infinite universe, um, is kind of dumb. If he's like getting the with the Infinity Gauntlet, he can make it so that it is sustainable to have all life. If he's really being altruistic, you know. So they don't, there's no, like, real, like, his whole origin is in hatred and, and despair and self-loading and, and revenge on his own race and, and genocide of his own race because of how he was treated. And death is just, keeps the, the he kills and then it just gets on a bigger level 
the more powerful he gets until he gets the Infinity Gauntlet, you know? And then the whole thing with wooing death, I knew they weren't going to do that. And they still teased me by putting fucking Red Skull in it, <laughs> which that was stupid. That didn't explain anything. Like, I, I don't know how he got there or where he goes after or that was or, uh, the whole fucking point. That was transgender death, right? Uh, who knows, man. Um, you know, I got I had a bunch of fucking I was reading some articles and, and they keep calling that death Lady Death. So they're like complaining that Lady Death wasn't in Avengers Infinity War. Which is stupid. Uh, like well, let's let's talk a little bit about the motivations cuz that that is something we you get into like earlier, well, not right at the beginning, but towards the beginning or towards the beginning part of the movie where, like you said, Thanos is basically of the mind that the universe has finite resources, and that it, it's like basically like you said, it's overpop the, the universe. Is, is susceptible to overpopulation and that you know the for for people to live and and not have to like struggle you need to like reduce the population of the universe by half and you know it's like if you're smart enough and you you know you you really look at the numbers that's evident but nobody's willing to make that hard decision and make the the hard choices except for Thanos. Well, it's something. It's something that ha- it's what happened in his planet, and he knows that the same thing is going to happen with every planet, and he doesn't want them all to become this dead world like his. Right. So he, <clears throat> he figures, and I mean, you know, he he says it's not it, it it's it's random. It's not if you're rich or poor. It doesn't matter. It's going to be right. random. It's evil. See, that is. That's a death quote. That's that anybody that worships death, that's the thing. Like, you know, Jesus said, let the children come into me. Or, you know, those without with the first sin, without sin, cast the first stone. So those that worship death, worship death because death doesn't discriminate on who it takes. And that that's one of the the holy church of the holy death tenets. So it's like, that's another little, yeah, here you go, Moses. The shit you like is not in here, but we're going to tease you with it anyway. <laughs> that's that's your bumblebee as a Volkswagen at first? Right. <laughs> now, yeah, But I think that that does give it, um, make it make more sense to a general audience than to all of a sudden introduce death or even even if you bring Hela from, from Ragnarok. Well, as, the thing is... Making him like want to fix a a growing problem, like the Infinity Gauntlet gives him the ability to fix it without having to kill anybody. Well, here's the other the other part of the the movie and the the MCU's version of the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things. One. They made it so that the the glove somehow harnesses the power of the stones, like it's a tool. So, so the glove, which in in the comic is actually just a glove, 
that, that Thanos wears anyway. You know, <laughs> like he, he had that glove before he started collecting stones. Um, and he just puts the stones on them as a way to hold them, basically, to keep them, you know, with him. Uh, in this, in the movie, it's actually a device that's used to, like, make the stones work in concert or something, something like that. So that's one part where things change a little bit. But I think the bigger issue, which, or not, I don't know if I will say issue, but the bigger change, and this isn't confirmed or anything, but the way that they made it seem was that they almost made it seem as if if you do too much, it wears it out. Yeah, that was kind of so. So you think after the finger snapped, the the gauntlet was bro- broken? I do. Well, you it, it, you saw it. It was burnt it, out. Yeah, no, it look, it looks like yeah. shit. Yeah, it looks it looks broken, and it's not to say that um, he may not be able to use the gems still because obviously you can use them like they're individual yeah. powers to a degree because he was doing that throughout the movie. Well, but when it's, he does the, happen, the you know, big thing at the end, it's kind of like all of a sudden it looks all torn up and like it's worn out or something. So well, I don't, he, you know, for all we know, just, he can't do he that did, again. He did just use them to affect the entire universe. No, yeah, no, I mean, I get it. and But it's just, it's one of those things where that's a significant difference from the Infinity Gauntlet in the comic. Like the Infinity Gauntlet in the comic... The only kind of drawback it has is more so about your mortal mind kind of becoming used to the concept and the perception of becoming a god. It's so it's not even like the gauntlet itself has any drawbacks. It's yeah. it's you as a mortal a living organism. Right, that has the the that has the drawbacks and you're trying to like adjust like you know you're basically trying to trying to force your way into godhood to a certain degree and you know depending on who you are and how strong your mind is that happens slower or more quickly but this seems like the gauntlet might have limits see i think if anything was broken it was the uh the metal gauntlet itself but i think the the gem still worked because he does portal out right but the the whole thing is about creating that gauntlet is to harness that power. So if you can only use it once, that's, you know. Right. That's. I would have had more respect if the the gem scattered and then it takes seven years to find it again, like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> no, but and I think that that's that's the whole point where it's like that's why I brought up the fact that the glove was was a like made to harness the powers because obviously we see Thanos throughout this movie utilize each gem individually just like how the people that had them before were able to do you know periodically but for him to like utilize them all at the same time to do something on a grander scale like he only did that the one time and then it looked like his gauntlet was busted and then he teleported out which is basically using one of them by itself again. Now we never we never saw him use any of the gems without the gauntlet either. Yeah, but provided that like why would Thanos not be able to do it but like Doctor Strange can or Star Lord can. You know what I mean? 
Does Star Lord ever use it? No, he didn't really use it. Yeah. He just didn't die when he held it. Yeah. And oh, then okay. who else? And then Loki used it, but he had to have something like an apparatus to harness it too. Which I think that's what the eye of Agamotto is. Oh, okay. You so know? so we're basically like all of those gems you have to have something to to harness the power with, basically. That's what it seems like. Because you know really? vision vision is vision harnessing it. Right. You know? Right. He's a the staff and the eye of Agamotto, like, you know, it's bad enough I have to the eye of Agamotto is the time gem. Yeah. So it's bad enough that, so I might as well have it be harnessing it. Yeah. Yeah, Red, Red Skull is Hopefully. the only one that actually uses it by just holding it in his hand, and it fucking turns him into transgender death. <laughs> transgender. Another thing another thing different in the comics is that Scarlet Witch can't destroy the gems in the comics. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But the movies get her powers wrong anyway, all around. Does it? Yeah, she just like projects things. Like she's like havoc. I I described <laughs> her as kind of a like a a less powerful Jean Grey that got some some of that reality stone shit on her. I mean, is she not using hex bolts? I mean, but that's all she's doing. She's not saying. No more Thanos, you know? Yeah, but keeping in mind that it's not like Scarlet Witch started off doing that. Scarlet Witch did that, like... Hey, they're taking too long in these fucking movies for her. Look, all I'm saying is Scarlet Witch has been around since, what, like 1963? Yeah. I I don't think she started doing that until, like, the late 90s. So why why aren't they taking the same care of developing that character with Captain Marvel? Uh, So you're saying, what, we should have a, a... Miss Marvel just have movie? the full powered Scarlet Witch, or you know, don't. It, it's like you're gonna pick and choose what you're gonna do. That's what they're gonna do. But I don't have to like it. Like I wanted to see the transition, the growth of Carol Danvers. You know, uh-huh. and I ain't getting that. I'm getting teenage Captain Marvel. What do you mean, teenage Captain? Marvel? She looks young as fuck, man. She can't pull. But she's an Air Force pilot. She looks like she's maybe in her late 20s. I don't know, man. And that takes place in the 90s, so she's probably in her hey. 40s by the time we get to present day. She looks she don't look like she's in her 40s, the actress. Well, look, you Ooh, the, the chick from Agents of Shield doesn't look like she's in her 50s either. She might she might I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. Maria not when? Right? Oh, wait, who? Ming Na Wen. Oh, so yeah, she could be true. a captain because she's she looks older. She's older. This chick's young. Like I don't know. It, they, look, I yeah, want to see Miss Marvel. All right. Can, I want to see Miss Marvel. If you're gonna give me an underdeveloped Scarlet give Witch, you promotion. If you're gonna if you're give me, the, a, if hey. you're in the military and you got powers, then you're automatically a captain. That's just how it works. <laughs> it's in the book. It's like having a degree. <laughs> yeah, like Bill Cosby's doctorate. <laughs> Look, so, so what were you gonna say, Mo? I'm just saying, like, I wanted to see that that evolution of power sets and and, and character. Gotcha. And hey. all of a sudden, you're telling me I gotta see a, a Scarlet Witch one too. Like, that's not why they did that. <laughs> hey, I don't, I don't know. I mean, what I what I'll say is this: it's very possible 
that the 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 Carol Danvers that you see in her movie might be a less powerful version of the version that you see when you. It's see not her about the, it's about the story, Larry. In Avengers Four, well, I mean, there'll be a story, right? Not, not a Miss Marvel story like I like. Oh, okay, because it'll be the time jump. Well, they they ignore that whole time altogether. Like you, we we saw that they're, they're going to do Captain Marvel, the original guy, Marvel. Like they they don't they're not going to use him at all. He's in the movie, isn't he? Yeah, but he's just in it. Like he's not like no, we don't. Captain Marvel or that's what they he's, we did a new story about it. He's like how Jimmy Olsen was in uh, in Justice League. <laughs> that's what it sounded like when they when they said it. <laughs> Like special agent Jimmy Olsen to die. Right. And we already had Rick Jones twice. We had Rick Jones twice? Well, we had him once. Okay. In, uh, <laughs> in the Ang Lee movie. Got you. Yeah. I'm looking at the chat here. I see Dungeon Buster says, I read up on the Infinity Gauntlet and was surprised that the movie did uh, what the movie did with the material for the MCU. It was a fun movie. Um... Terry Claus says, if you watch Captain America, the first Avenger, the end of the movie had Red Skull being transported by the Tesseract into space. I don't think we knew where he yeah. was, you know. Oh, and then he says, and then Terry Claus says, somehow he ended up on Vormir. Yeah. Vor- yeah Vor- Vormir. I tell you, you want to talk about a random Marvel reference. Yeah, like Vermeer, like there's no nothing happens on Vermeer. I'm like, why? I, I look, I had to look that up, and I, that's why the soul gem was there. Turns out they're supposed to be dragons. Yeah, yeah, that's like that's the only thing that's on Vermeer. Like it's just like like dragon things, dragon people things, and it's just like it's like super random. Like I feel like I don't. Is it even in a? It's an Avengers reference, I think. I feel like I've only seen it like once in like, I mean, I don't even know how I call it modern comics. Like, like, yeah, in, like, was, like Silver Age shit. I mean, it's, yeah, it's old. Like, I, I think I saw it in a 90s book and I remember them referencing it or something in the notes talking about how it's like from like Silver Age. And I'm just like, that's crazy. Like, I don't know why, of all places, you would pick Vormir to, for that to happen. But it's like, that's like one of those, like, trivia questions. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where it's like, okay, well, move it on. Look, when when she said it in the movie, I didn't even realize that's what she said. Yeah. yeah. The, like, like, all, all, the, all the planets, I have I had no fucking idea what they, all I heard was, oh, yeah, we're going to blah, 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 blah. That's what I heard. It's like the lost in in space uh, astronomy, you know, like just random places, sectors and shit. Yeah. 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 So, but one thing I did love, Larry, you know, I don't want to come off as I didn't enjoy the movie. I thought the movie was great. It's, it is to me probably the best MCU movie so far. Uh huh. I really enjoyed it, and Spider-Man in it, like, the way he got that iron spider suit, like, yeah, was tight. Yeah. I hate I hate that he's so happy being an Avenger, though, but that's just me. <laughs> I understand that. You know why, right? Like, you I... never really, you always wanted to be solo. That's why yeah. they had to do the team-up books. 
You right, <laughs> right. Like he literally like the character fought. doesn't want to join anybody. So right. We can't put him in their book, so we have to give him his own team up book. Right. You know. Right. So um, it, yeah, it was bigger than editorial. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I hate that, but that suit looked good. It, it was done well. No AI in it. Like, <laughs> I'm happy. And uh, but I really, really love. Like I can't wait till we get the Damnation movie, <laughs> and and it's not going to be Mephisto in it, and it's not going to be Hell. So it's going to be like the Upside Down coming up in Las Vegas or some shit. But yeah, Doctor Strange in it was tight, and uh, him and Tony Stark together oh, was so fucking. Oh, the battle of the of the goaties. Uh, well, it's like the thing is, they're both the Sorcerer Supreme of their field. Right, and they're both egotistical yeah. douchebags before they get their powers, and then yeah. when they're empowered, they're egotistical douchebag about their powers. Right, and then to they bumping heads is perfect. It, it felt like reading comics. It did. It did. It, and uh, it was like perfect because it's like when you're both used to being the smartest guy in the room. What happens when you you meet the other the other guy that's used to being the smartest guy in the room? Right. I don't know if it was planned, but I was laughing so much at the idea that okay, they're getting ready for battle, and you see Tony Stark stretching. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it's when when Doctor Strange is like, "Are you leaning on the cauldron of the universe?" Oh or... yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> He's fucking stretching because they're getting ready to to fight something. Yeah, that was cool. Sub Z's in chat. He says, I liked the movie, but I was expecting Transformers 86 level carnage. <laughs> look, everybody dies in Transformers 86. Jeez. I look, I wonder. Hey, you know what? But you see their carcasses floating and shit. And oh, yeah. That's what I wanted to see here. Well, I wanted did, to see. They did all go out like Optimus. <laughs> they they all went out like fucking like Krillin in the Boo saga. See, now here's the thing though. Um like when you say you weren't like you weren't necessarily happy with how they got rid of everybody. Like is it just because you wanted him to like really you wanted to see him massacre everybody? Or well, it, you know, in in the comics, he doesn't like he wipes out shit, right? But the people that get wiped out are people that aren't directly involved, and then some of that are, yeah. and then. But along the way, he kills people. Yeah, you know, See? like in initial battles. So like when he got Mantis and and uh, Drax, Drax, yeah. Like, if that's how they died, I was like, well, I thought they died. I'm like, whoo, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is the shit. And then they came back yeah. when he, like, re-altered reality. And it was like, and then, you know, Mantis was blinking. And that was kind of disturbing, but it didn't last. So it's like, whatever. Okay, she could get used to it for five minutes, you know? Like, being turned into ribbons, you know? Yeah. like. Yeah, that was that was a really good scene until they come back together. Right. I, I'm like, oh, man, this killing starting early, you know, like it, it like I really wanted it to. And, and the fact that it was like the Guardians dying first, I was like, oh, sweet. Well, 
Yeah. I mean, for first five minutes, he takes out Heim- Heimdall and, and Loki. Yeah, but I, look, first of all, Loki, so you, Loki turned into a bug and crawled away. That was a, a hollow thing. Like, a, a, like, I'm surprised he even gave him a real stone. But, um... But that that's that's Loki. We'll see that in in Avengers Endgame. But um, Heimdall, like, yeah, like he died, and I'm like, fuck, he died, you know? Yeah, but, but I mean, that, but Heimdall's that not kinda, a he's not a hero that you've been watching for ten years like that. No, but what I'm saying, that's how the movie opened. So when you see him do something like what he did to to Manus and Drax, you think it's permanent, and it should have been permanent because they set that tone. From the beginning, that this dude's actually gonna right. physically kill people. Like you didn't even see as guardians because they were already like pulverized. No, but yeah, you just saw their floating bodies. But I mean, wait. So he did kill Heimdall. Mm-hmm. Then he kills Loki. Right. Then well, he... that's yet to be seen. Well, I mean, what we saw is him die. If it sticks, look, look. who knows? No, we, we've seen it before. Right. Thor himself said that. We've well, seen him love his brother before. But and then doesn't he kill somebody else not long after that, right? Like I mean if you can't remember, it doesn't matter. Like I, I want the people that matter to oh, die yeah, right. and have it be an, an impactful killed, moment. He, he killed Gamora. Right. Okay. I look, I want it to be a trail of bodies till the till he destroys the whole universe. See, but you know? I guess my thought is this though, is that's not what happens in Infinity Gauntlet. And it's like, yeah, he does kill a lot of people in Infinity Gauntlet, but most of that happens at the at the end, and uh, the good majority of them get brought back like a few pages later. Uh, pages, a year, whatever. No, not a I didn't want to see him turn into dust. That's it. That's the yeah. point. The point I'm making is I didn't want to see him get turned to dust. But then, but that's what happens in the beginning of the book. But they, you know they, they blink out of they existence. Know, I, they know, I think the dust is cooler. They, they the know they is... have a whole a whole another movie where they can just fix whatever the fuck. So he should have right. just been on a murder spree in this one. Like it, especially because there's people that didn't read the comics, and it would have it would have really fucked with their feelings. Like seeing the the way the way Mantis and Drax went out. Like fuck, if that would have stuck. It would have been way better. And look, I understand, Larry, you defending the mouse and defending Marvel. Like, well, you know, hey, that, I... that should have been up with the spoiler warning. Um, but, <laughs> Listen, this isn't defense. But, but, but it's like, you know, it's just, it, it is. That's why I started by saying it is Disney's Infinity War. They're not going to do that. They're not going to show blood. Even like when they have the war scene, they just have a bunch of nameless aliens fighting. And it's like, you know, they're not killing real people, you know? Wow. The Wakandans aren't real people? Racist bastard. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the, the <laughs> adversaries. Oh, okay. The aliens. And I, yeah. I will give you that. Like, like they don't they never show they never show good guys killing real people. Uh I mean don't don't, don't they uh they killed uh Ebony Ma, right? Maybe I think that's, he a, said... that's, that's an alien, Larry. Like the the media tries to make you know <laughs> the heroes kill aliens because that's how they're trying to keep us in fear so they can militarize NASA and shit. 
I, I'm just saying, like, I don't know, like, like none of the people they're fighting like, are real people. A, a real heard... human. I want to see a real human decapitated by one of those fucking dog lizard things in Wakanda. I, I, I did hear somebody talking about a space force. So Mo, yeah. Mo knows what he's talking about. Uh, yeah, I did, look, there's $23 billion NASA has in, in the black budget a year. But that's the, beside the point. That, that's, that's, that's media programming, but... I'm not going to get into that because I want the show to, to go on. <laughs> I don't want to get assassinated by, by uh, what's his face? Elon Musk. Yeah. I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say more than anything is it shuffles around some of the stuff that actually happened in the book. And it, it basically has a similar, if not higher, body count than the book. Well, like, until, look, I want the next season of Netflix shows to start off with people getting turned into dust. <laughs> that would well, be- I want, I mean, is, is I want to know if Ant-Man and Watts is going to address any of what happened. Well, that takes like, place before. Yeah. Right, but are they going to turn to dust, like... In the uh, after credit the, sequence? Yeah, or something That would like be that. the shit. What's up with that shitty ass pager though? At the last, like, she left in the nineties. Why can't it just be a regular pager? But what do you mean? Like it looked all like, like from stupid, the nineties. Like, well, it's like he he like, he like put, rigged it. Li- yeah, he put light up Legos at the end of it. Well, it's a space pager. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> like it's like if that's if once that's, again once again larry the apologist it's, it's not you like, you realize fury had a, a fucking cube that held all the information the shield has ever collected and put it as holograms in the air but he's got a ancient like well a 30 year old space pager. what is what is wrong with you and, i mean he's not calling her in the 90s but if i if i'm going into space and i'm not coming back and i'm like if you need me call me on this there's not a cell it's not a cell phone it's not like it's a number and he can just call her on friggin how do you know she went off into space that, that, I mean, that's what everybody's been thinking is is happening she's not on earth like everybody was thinking Heimdall's eye was the soul stone. I don't know what that's about. But she's not on Earth. So and How she's do you kept... know she's not on Earth? Yeah. Well, if she was on Earth, she would have come and helped, right? Well not the... if she's in like look, Atman didn't come help. He's on Earth. So is uh Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Well, let's face it, Hawkeye couldn't do shit. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> no, but he would try. Well, he did shoot scenes. That's what the weird thing. Like he shot scenes for as Ronan. So I think you know, I on the next one. More. Yeah, yeah. Because his wife or something probably turned to dust, and now he's pissed. Damn, that would suck. I, I know. They, I, I hope love they that. Show that. I hope they <laughs> show that. Like his family turning like, to dust. I hope he's pushing his daughter on the swing, and she comes back, and it's just a pile of dust. <laughs> No, I I hope he's banging his wife doggy and she's just gone. Wait, and then what? he finishes on the ashes. Oh. 
like I would have almost liked it if people just blinked out of existence without going into dust. Like it was the rapture, and then you have these sect of people thinking it's God, and and it turns out God is Thanos. <laughs> God, Thanos is God. <laughs> look, he did go retire on this cloud and look at the sun, and then he did want his daughter, his only begotten daughter, to take in this. <laughs> His reign. It wasn't his only begotten daughter. I mean, he begotten several. Indeed. Um. So let's talk about the opening real quick, because you know we were there for a hot second. Like it basically picks up where Thor Ragnarok left off. What do you guys think about the whole Thanos versus Hulk? fight scene i thought it was stupid you thought it was i understand stupid. i understand what what they did this is the first time Hulk has just gotten his ass completely kicked so now he's scared but i, I think he sure just been getting angrier and angrier the more thanos punch back he sure as hell got angry at thor when thor was kicking his ass it, it's it's definitely another one of those things where it's like they have these characters that are that that are essentially overpowered that could almost do anything so you don't you want to find a way to not do anything with them which is the scarlet witch issue and i take i put hulk in that you know the hulk oh, so you're saying they underpower them well they find a way to well with the hulk they actually found a way they gave him erectile dysfunction and uh so he doesn't want to come up you know say same thing with Thor. He's not in. He's not in the fight until way towards the end. Yeah, but at least he was on his own quest, trying to. Right, he's trying know. to repower himself. Yeah, but and... it goes to what you were saying, where they had to depower him to make this movie work. Because once he's at full strength, he is kicking ass, and he could have taken down Thanos by himself. As See, far as the Hulk and and the fight, I thought was tight. Like it was a good fight, and um, you know he's going off. He's going up against Thanos, who already has two gems. Right. 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 So no, he's just like, got the power. He's just got the power one at that well, look, point, right? The power. That... He, I think he had two. No, no. Oh, you know what? He 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 got it from Loki after. Oh, that's right. So yeah, so he had one, and he had the power one. So right. he's gonna overpower Hulk. Right. Yeah. You know? I, one is one is enough. <laughs> yeah, to take well, on anybody. Well, depends on which one. Well, actually, yeah. But you know, I mean, honestly, I feel like Thanos can give Hulk a run even without yeah, his own. Without it, yeah, absolutely. He's an Eternal. Yeah. So you know, so he he's a mutant Eternal. Yeah. So you know, he's got both Deviant Gene and Eternal Gene. Yeah. So he, he can definitely give him a run, but. And that you know you you have the power gem on top of that. Yeah, I refuse to call them stones. Yeah, <laughs> which brings up another, why doesn't why didn't uh, Star Lord use his you know his superpower side? He doesn't have no super power side. In the in the MCU, he does. He's have Look, uh... he ha he has it only in the second one. Nobody gives a shit about the second one. I'm pretty <laughs> sure the Russos didn't watch it. <laughs> Um, like, there, like, there's a point where he's 
as pretty close to as pissed as he was in that second movie. Yeah. That yeah, that helped. <laughs> Look, I hate the fucking Guardians. Like they they were the only drawback in this movie. But technically it was Star Lord that doomed the universe because uh, nah. they were winning. I see see I read a lot of that shit online like oh you know these fucking journalists think they know shit um but they're like oh if doctor strange saw everything why didn't he see star lord doing that and it's like or why did he give him like the, the gem and i'm like well doctor strange saw he gave you the exact number of possibilities he saw the one he saw where they would win is where he goes just cuz the movie ended when they lost doesn't mean the battle's over. Right. Yeah, he probably you know, Doctor saw Strange. That, he probably saw that Tony Stark was needed needed to be alive for that right. one to work. Exactly. So, so he sacrificed that. It, it's you know, don't fuck with Doctor Strange. You know, it's one of the few times where the character in MCU, to me, is almost as like right as tight as the one I love in the comics. And uh, when he did that, um. <laughs> I loved when he did that fucking Ganesh pose with the arms. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. That was a shit. And then, but it turned out to be the Shadow Clone Jutsu. Yeah, uh, that's hilarious. Shadow Clone Jutsu. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Right after all that shit, Amber turned to me and was like, "We're gonna watch the Doctor Strange movie again uh, right dude, after this." Look, <laughs> you guys, look. It's all about opening your third eye, man. Smoke some fucking weed. Watch that shit. I watched that shit almost. You know, about twice a month. So, yeah, I oh. I was surprised I didn't have the Blu-ray, and she made me buy it like right after we got out of the theater. Oh man, she she drove me straight to Best Buy. And was yeah, like, all right. Nah, man, that, that Doctor Strange movie is is the shit. Movie. It's a good movie. Uh, Subsies in chat says I thought Star Lord lost his power when Ego Planet blew up. That could be true. I don't remember. That's what not happened. what Ego does. That's not what Star Lord does. That's not what Celestials do. Uh, listen, who who knows what's happening in the Guardians? Yeah, too. that that's why they didn't use none of that yeah, shit yeah. in this movie. Caller, you are the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Tell the people who you are, where you're calling from, and what you think of Avengers Infinity War. Hello, can y'all hear me? We yeah, can. man, we got you. Oh shit! I um. <laughs> <laughs> This is Shell Vaughn. Vaughn talk B. To you guys in a minute. Yep. Welcome, man. How are you? Fine, 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 fine. Vaughn B, what would you go- think of Avengers what? Infinity War? Uh, I loved it. I saw it yesterday for the first time. Thought it was awesome. Cool. Actually, felt it felt like. Uh, do you remember when we went to go see Three Hundred when it came out? Yes. And the visuals it was like it was. It felt like you were looking at a comic book. Mm-hmm. That's what I was feeling as I'm watching this. It's like mm-hmm. it's incredible that they were able to to do this. <laughs> I I agree. Like I I think that Infinity War is probably one of the most comic book comic book movies made, and that's a good thing in some ways and a bad thing in some ways. But I personally loved it. I thought it was I thought it was great. For me, yeah. um, I think uh, Thanos. Like bringing him to life is a little tricky, you know. Definitely, because there's no frame of reference for what a, a a mutant eternal with a deviant gene looks like. Right, right. You know, and they kind of humanized him a little bit. I read an article on the Hollywood Reporter where they were talking shit about he looked too human, so you kind of sympathize with him too much. That's some bullshit. I agree. 
Um, what I got out of that article that I realized I didn't like, and that was in the initial design when, when they first showed the teaser trailer, was his eyes. Uh-huh. Like, he just has, like, the black eyes with the white, like, shiningness to him, you know? Uh-huh. Or, like, the, the red iris, you know? Right. And I kind of wish I would have had that. Yeah. But him looking, like, the... The the way that Josh Brolin played him was very human in a sense, but also like above human. Yeah. It's like he could have been God. Yeah. Definitely. Where it's like you can kind of connect with him. And then that would to me that adds a whole other level of fear. Yeah. And tension to it where it's like he's a guy almost like me, like that's doing this like it, it kind of speaks to the darker side of yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, the person that wrote that article didn't didn't see that because apparently she's the most benevolent person on the planet. <laughs> All right. But um, but that's just me, you know, like and, and, you know, usually the horror movies that that give me the chills the most are usually the ones with people <laughs> as the monster. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that that's kind of how this went. And I thought that was an added touch that really like cemented it as a good movie like as much as i hate aspects of it i i have to love the whole product for itself like i can't i talk shit about it but i can't really like stand behind it 100 percent because the whole product is actually really good mm-hmm. i i will say that you know i mean i know that when the trailers came out the initial trailers you know thanos was looking different and uh, they sure yeah. did use their time wisely, man, in regards to yeah. making that CG work. Because, yeah. like, he looked so much better, so much more real. Like, you know, I mean, we had the conversation about CG characters and villains and, you know, how how they have gone wrong in the past, in these past few superhero movies. And then we see Thanos here, and I'm like, man, when he was, like... To watch a fight between the Hulk and Thanos, like literally a boxing match. Right. And it feel like weighted and like, you know, like these guys really are fighting in this giant spaceship. And have it be like the opening scene. Like you would have right. thought that would have been the, the end. <laughs> right. Right. It's like, that's amazing. Because I was like, I was like, at no point did I look at it and feel like, okay, like they don't, the weight's not right. Or... At no point did I look at it and like, oh, you know, I don't know if Hulk would move that way or Thanos would. You know, I was like, it worked. And I was like, man, that's that's crazy. And they even were able to do like the character moment in there, too, where you have Supergiant getting ready to get into the fray. And, you know, Ebony Ma, like, let him have his fun, you know, let him do. Like you said, it's like that's very much like a Thanos. Was that Supergiant? Is, is that not Supergiant? I thought so, or is it, is it, no, it's not Black Dwarf, that Black Dwarf was not in it, right? Um, no, that was Super Giant. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Super Giant, because it was Super Giant, Cor- Corvus Glaive, and uh, Proxima Midnight, and Ebony Ma were the only, the only four in it, right? Uh, I thought it was Black Dwarf, but, alright. Well, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you know the 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 friggin' 
Call Obsidian, you know, they're relatively new. And I wouldn't be surprised if they changed the, the name of one of the characters. Like, they changed, they made Supergiant, or they made Black Dwarf Supergiant. That could have, could have happened. I don't remember which one is which. Yeah. But I pretty no one got called Black Dwarf. I know that. <laughs> and that's, they're probably better off for that, even though they're referring to celestial bodies. Even though they had a really dark, real dwarf. <laughs> indeed, indeed. <laughs> uh, what what about the movie surprised you, Von B? Um. Not really, not much, because uh, in terms of Marvel has a really good track record of, uh, you know, fairly make making competent, like, good movies. And I think the reason why you believe Thanos, you know, in terms of his, his being his CG character so much is because they actually got the, uh, the idea of a, a good villain. And a good villain doesn't think he's a villain. And it's, it's like, and I saw some where they were making comparisons between this and Justice League, and how Justice League the dude was just basically this you know mustache twirling villain dude. He was just evil for evil's sake. It's like, well, why are you doing all this? In this movie, you basically know why he like he's not he's not right, but his conviction of why he's doing what he's doing. He actually, he has a actually has a reason, right, right. And you know, it was like I've seen a lot of people talking. They were like, they were shocked at the way they ended it. You know, with the villain winning, they didn't think uh, Disney was gonna let Marvel do that. Well, hey, they got a sequel. If they, yeah. if, if they, if they lose in Avengers four, then let's talk then. <laughs> like you know, it's one of those yeah. things where it's like, but. I can understand, like you know, Hollywood likes to have happy endings. Yeah, well, so and they, that's that—that's what made it less of a surprise, is because we all know that there's another movie coming. And no matter how many how many times they try to tell you that Avengers four isn't going to be tied to Infinity War, we know it is. Right. Well, they were lying. Well, they were yeah, they were lying. So yeah, we, we just know like, it's the same. Just like how they lied that you know. Hawkeye and Ant-Man not being in it would be explained. Well, they did say why. It was like a little... Yeah, but it wasn't like, you know, they said everything will be revealed was the quote, I think. But they just say it. They don't show you where they're at. Well, but if they showed you where they were at, then they'd be in the movie, right? Right. But, you know... (laughs) I still wanted to see where they're at. Yeah, but no, nah, man. I mean, look, I—they've I, definitely set it up for Hawkeye to come back and make like a big entrance and do nothing, or <laughs> or not. You never know. He might I mean, something. he has no powers. It doesn't matter. Hawkeye still. Like, come on, man. Like, I mean, neither does Black Widow. <laughs> yeah, she died. Yeah. Yeah, but she weren't. Well, she was killed, but she wasn't killed. Yeah, she's not a redhead. What do I care? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, somebody said that, uh, and I don't know if I didn't really see this. So, did you guys see this? Where uh, when they all showed up 
and like Banner came out of the thing and he was like, you know, hating that. And then uh like Falcon was saying, you know, this is awkward. So somebody was kind of like they thought that Cap and uh Black Widow was a, was kind of a item or something. So that's why he said that. I didn't really no. see that. Yeah, so no, like, he, I said, he said that because Black Widow and Hulk had a thing. Yeah. And right. then he was gone for years, for a couple of years. Right. And nobody knew where he was at. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, that's what I got. So I was like, but it's well, whoever, interesting to listen to all the speculations of various things. <laughs> well, whoever told you Black Widow and Captain America were getting it on, you go tell them I told them they're stupid. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not that strange. It's been two years, and they've been on the run together for two years. Not only that, yeah. but in the comics, she slept with everybody. Yeah, so, but it, yeah, that movie was really good, and I'm re- like, this next year is gonna be a long ass wait. Yeah, and like it almost feels like the next thing is Ant Man and Wasp, and I'm like, Ugh. dude, the I don't know the trailer. The trailer looks fun. Look cool. No, it it looks fun. It just doesn't look great. Like, like how this, like what I, the, what I want after this, you know. Well, the next thing is Deadpool. Uh, yeah, I'm not watching that. Did you did you not see the first Deadpool? I saw the first one on bootleg. <laughs> um, and then it was like it was cool, like it was fine, but <laughs> it was fine. I just hate uh, like they're 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 marketing it with too much of the funny shit, and I don't like it. Like, what do you want? You want a serious Deadpool movie? No, I don't want to. It's just if they're doing this much in the commercials, how much is going to be in it? Like, it's well, like half the shit in the commercials doesn't show hey, up in the movies. Hey, I'm just saying it. Like, just how Guardians Two played on what made Guardians One a success to the dumbasses. Um, they did Guardian Two that way because they're like, oh, let's just throw more of this. And that made it shitty for me, a shitty experience for me. And that that's how I feel like, okay, that they, they people really responded to this. You know, they had the whole thing with the falling out with the director. Well, uh, Ryan Reynolds today said that if they make another one, he wants the budget to go back to what it was for the first one. Hey, like, that should tell you something. So it's like it was, you know, you know, it's about having too much money, or you know, yeah, so look, I don't know. Hey, look, maybe I'm a fucking idiot, but it, <laughs> no, you don't, it, you don't have to like it, man. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, you know, if the shit that that you know, it's because the shit with Deadpool breaking the fourth wall and being funny, like it's fine, but you read it 22 pages at a time. A whole movie of it, it got a little annoying for me. And then adding more to it, like the commercials are just damn packed with it all around. And then the movie's probably going to be even more. So I'm like, ugh. Yeah. It, 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 look, I'm becoming an old man. If you're an old man, then I must be ancient. Like, I stopped going to the movies for fun six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to oh, see fun. Get off my lawn. Yeah. Uh, uh, I know this was something that um, Oz brought up earlier in regards to Infinity War, but the um, the pairings of the different characters and how they ju- ended up juggling like all of these different characters in the movie. Um, 
how did you all feel about the different pair ups like the Groot, Thor, Rocket, and the you know, of course, like Iron Man, Strange, and Spider Man, and all these different uh, pairings. Like, I, like uh, Jay, what was your take, man, on some of the different ways that they dis- or the, the different people they decide to have interact with one another? Oh, I thought it was really good, like really intuitive. Like it just felt right. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not a fan of Groot, like in this movie, but. Everything else was like done really well. I thought. Yeah, yeah. How how about you, Oz? Oz. <laughs> Oz is gone. Okay. Now I'm here. Oh, okay. Well, like like you said, I um, I like how they did it because it. It made the the movie. I I didn't expect them to be able to handle that many stars, so it it, it they did a good job with it. Um, I did like, for example, Thor is on his own quest because, like I said earlier, once once he gets his once he gets powered up again, he damn near kills Thanos himself. Um, the the stuff. In Wakanda was a little um, weird, like just didn't seem right. But at the same time, it's you know a, a group of all these different people, kind of like like three hundred. You know, this is where they're gonna make their stand. So it makes sense. You know, it's 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 a little awkward, but it makes sense for for what's going on at the time. What about you, Mo? Oh, wait, did we lose Mo? Okay, Joe. What do you think? Jay, you still there? Ellipsis. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. What's like, up? I was like, what What did you think about the different types of pairings and the different ways uh, they they juggled the characters through through Infinity War? I liked it. I thought it was good. Like, yep. That's fair. That's fair. I do. I I did like the little moments that they decided to give different people or whatever. Uh, even though it was a little corny, uh, I like what they ended up doing with like Winter Soldier and Rocket and uh, Star Lord and uh, and Thor. Like that whole yeah when when Thor's on the ship, that's some of the funniest shit I've seen <laughs> in a long time. No, that, you're right. It 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 was good, it was good, and I know that it was interesting because I I did read a uh, an interview, and they were talking about the writers were talking about how initially Thor was going to be like one of the straight men of like of the the different teams and team ups, and supposedly Chris Hemsworth, uh, you know, came in and let them know, like, hey, so we kind of did some different things with Ragnarok, and he wanted to bring a little bit of the lighter stuff from Thor's end into that role, which, you know, I mean, so depending on how you feel about it. 
it, yeah. it still would have worked because a lot of the dynamic of when he's in that ship is Thor can be serious because a lot of the jokes comes from the fact that, you know, how Drax and Gamora react to him and then how that makes Peter feel. How yeah. Star-Lord starts to get jealous kind of is what makes that scene really work. Yeah. And Thor can be totally played straight and it would still work because half the half the funny shit is just Star-Lord being jealous. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, he does kind of play it straight because I mean, he there's a couple of jokes that he throws in there, but it's, you know, he's serious at first cuz he his he just saw his people and his brother die. Right. And then he's trying to get the uh the forge to work to make his new weapon. So he's not really joking around that much there. You know, he he's everybody around him is dying. And he knows he's he can stop the person killing everybody, but he he's not strong enough yet. He doesn't have his weapon. So he, I, Thor is actually a lot more serious in this movie than than Ragnarok. Oh no question, no question. Yeah. Well, half his half his people just died. So and right. his brother and and his best friend and like not half. I think they killed everybody. No, uh, the director said that. Uh, in terms of story-wise, uh, Valkyrie got half of the uh, Asgardians off the ship, uh, and he haven't he he says it in the uh, in the movie. He says half my half the like half my people died. Yeah. So he says it in the movie. Yeah. Well, e- either way, at the, at that point, he feels like he's failed because he couldn't stop right. Thanos. Right. Even though he he knows he's he's strong enough to stop Thanos. Yeah, and they killed his brother. Yeah. Hey, look, Thanos beat up the Hulk so bad that uh, he didn't want to come out, which was funny as hell. Because he, he acted like uh, like a two-year-old would act if he got beat up. Yeah, it's, it was an interesting thing. Like It was it was very unexpected. Like I, I would not in a million years have thought that's how they, they would handle like the Hulk. But oh, he's but, he's two. <laughs> so no, I mean it's not it's not it's not a like to say that the story is, is there's anything wrong with the story itself or that like line. It honestly, it's more giving them credit just because I, it's something I would expect more from a comic than I would from a movie, especially considering how much people love the Hulk. It's like it would be no thing. For for me to think, and I think most people to think, like okay, well. You know, Marvel's gonna put as much of the Hulk in this movie as they can, and who knows? Maybe that is what they did. Maybe they did put as much of the Hulk in it as they could, and they're like, "Hey, we sure as hell saw a lot of Hulk in the trailers." It's like, right, exactly, and they're like, "Hey, those budgets, like we're done, like we we had enough for the trailer, and that one shot <laughs> in the beginning, it's like everything. The rest of our CG budget budget is spent on Thanos." <laughs> well, keep in mind you still got the other half of this, so who knows what's going on in that one? Yeah, and they there's a what there's a toy uh, or a statue or something of the Hulk bursting out of the uh, of the Hulkbuster armor, and that doesn't happen. It's like a something I think I saw. I don't know if it was a previous or something of of it happening, but he got surrounded. So who knows what the next one's going to be about? Well, the next one's going to be a time travel. 
thing. I mean, we've already seen pictures of of uh, Tony Stark and Ant Man talking to a very young Steve Rogers. I haven't seen that picture. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. Yeah, it looks like he's wearing the suit from the, first, from the first Avengers movie. Those pictures are everywhere. I don't know how you guys haven't seen them. Look, I was scouring the internet all day today because work was slow. Uh, okay, well, well, you guys talk, and I'll text you those pictures. Yeah. Although I know this, like, uh, to go from the entire weekend to, like, Monday, but to avoiding spoilers was amazing. I was looking at a clip on the. They were talking about LeBron James, and inside the comment section, some some dude was dropping spoilers in there. <laughs> That's best. Like, what the? F- yeah, I'm like, what the fuck, man? And then like some dude I follow on YouTube, he was like breaking down parts. He was like putting in his thumbnails. I'm like, dude, what the like, what the fuck? It's like just because you've seen this movie three times, that don't mean everybody else has. Right. Again. Spoiler alert, if you're just tuning in. <laughs> it's like we're talking about Avengers Affinity War. Uh, we are spoiling some pieces because we're talking about it in depth. So if you haven't seen the movie, you may want to tune out. But you can definitely check out the archive after you've seen the movie. So there you go. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, yeah. I So obviously the end of the movie... Uh, had some people shook up uh, because they've never read Infinity Gauntlet. Personally, uh, I, I mean, I don't know, man. It like knowing what was probably going to happen, it was still not easy to watch. And uh, you know, it's interesting because I feel like based on a comment. I heard from Chadwick Boseman. It sounded like a lot of the cast didn't necessarily know what their fates were going to be. Like, it sounds like they they filmed a lot of different scenes, and you know they took that stuff. And until people saw some of those cast members saw the premiere for themselves, they didn't know exactly how everything panned out. Yeah, I remember. I think I saw you talking about when he was he was yelling at the screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Chadwick Boseman was the black dude at the Infinity Gauntlet premiere or Infinity War premiere. Well, they 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 couldn't tell them what was happening because they have a, a history of spoiling. Yeah, I saw um, I saw um, footage of Mark Ruffalo spoiling it like a year no. ago. And then I saw footage. Well, I saw uh, actually a uh, a montage of Benedict Cumberbatch uh-huh. stopping Spider-Man from spoiling it. Really? At different times, like it was like seven different like <laughs> videos. Of he was about to say something, and then Benedict comes in and and stops him. Oh, he's just excited. You know, uh, I don't like to call him what his name is because Tom Holland. I I don't know who that is. Um, Spider Man. No, no, Peter Parker, Spider Man. So is he Peter Parker? Like, what do you call him? 
I only know Spider-Man. That's it. <laughs> okay. So, Ma- Miles Morales isn't Spider-Man? Okay. No, he's not. He's Spidey. What? <laughs> Spidey. Spy- they changed his name to S-P-Y-D. Who? You don't read comics? That man, they did not change his name to Spidey. <laughs> that, that's what they did. <laughs> he doesn't even get an I? No, he's, or an e? he's Spider-Man, too. It's S-P-Y-D. Where, where does it? Where does that happen? That was in our press release like six months ago. Okay, they don't. They're not doing that in any of his books. Like that would be dumb calling him Spy D. Yeah. I don't know. I've been, from what I've been reading in comics lately, that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I keep I come back every couple of months and I just look at whatever's out and I just go what the fuck and then I put it down and go back to doing what I was doing. I don't so, know. I ever mean, really, really been following the shit? There's been some good stuff. Um, I'm coming from Marvel. Oh, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you're I, the you're like we look. I know we never wanted to say this, but you're on the Marvel payroll. Oh, get out of here with that. I wish. <laughs> look, I wish I was on Marvel's payroll. No, I mean, look, No Surrender, Avengers No Surrender was great. I, I'll take your word for it. Like I said, I pop my head, read a couple of things, realize how stupid it is, and I put the book down, and I go back about my life. Like, what, what did you read from Marvel that was no good in the last, like, three months? It's been longer than that. What the hell did I look at? I yeah, I, uh, I don't even fucking remember. It was something. Okay. It was just kind of stupid. It's like I'm kind of like I I I saw something. It was Spider Man was working at the Bugle again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, how do you go from Tony Stark to Bond? It's like they don't let this man change, grow nothing. It's like fifty Wait, years I old. Thought, what happened to Parker Industries? All that went. He 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 they he. he he, Peter Parker did. <laughs> he, he intentionally tanked the company to save the world. Because Peter Parker cannot grow or change at all. He has to be the lovable loser who. Yeah, he can't be Bruce Wayne. He can't be nothing. It just so I'm like, really, just well, but, the same shit. But that's every not, it's, that's not Marvel's fault. That's the fan. It's fault. the writer. It's the writer's no, fault. No, it's not the writer's <laughs> fault. Like it's and, not the writer's fault. No, look, I mean, listen. These fools the don't change. These fools, Marvel and the writers and the editorial staff and the editor in chief over there, tried to change the characters, and then everybody messed around and went up, and and friggin' tried to boycott Marvel, saying that they have an agenda, trying to push some type of liberal agenda and don't want to make comics like how they used to, and so now they're well, changing. They, that's they not did necessarily. So when did they do that? Su- Superior Spider-Man was one of the best goddamn things they've done no, in a but long like, time. When, Larry, when was that? When was what? That change that made like people. When they made, uh, uh, Falcon... everybody black and female. <laughs> when they right when they made Falcon <laughs> Captain America. No, no, but then the, the, to Spider-Man. Oh, to well. I mean the the Spider Man thing. Technically speaking, I don't know if people were like that up in arms about Spider Man per se. Even though that's what I'm saying. Like, 
you, so that's the one they want to feel to keep the chain the same. Well, the one that they're not complaining about. Well, wait a minute. If if you're like put the characters back, they put the characters back. They gave you Tony Stark. They gave you Captain America. They're giving you uh, male Thor, and they put they put Spider Man back at the bugle. He's he's not. It's not like he's a he's not taking pictures. Level of apologism. What? How 1, is that? How is that a, a level of apologism? Like no, nobody wanted that except for apparently all the people that read comics, except for like six of us. I personally thought where Peter Parker was was fantastic. I, I, I loved. Superior. I didn't really hear anybody complaining about Peter yeah. Parker be, being a Tony Stark in a. It was the other shit. It was the 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 uh the female Thor and that's, the, the, the that's where the apologism the... level comes in because it's like that's the one that nobody was complaining about. Peter Parker changing was what got me to buy Spider-Man <laughs> right. comics again. Yeah, what pissed me off is they put him back to how he fucking was. I'm like, what the uh, fuck, dude? He's <laughs> not, like this dude don't change at all. He's not. He still back got to bad what he luck was. and he's what you got. He does. He is working at the Bugle again. He has a completely different role than he did. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, what? 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 Wait, Dude. why are you guys? Why are you guys acting? Why are you guys acting as if that's not a real scenario? If you mess yeah, around, so so instead of the fry cook in McDonald's, he's the manager. Okay. Wait. Listen. Listen, Vaughn. Vaughn. Um, um, unless you unless you're gonna tell me from photographing to become the uh, a leader in the tech world and then he's like the photo editor. Well, <laughs> he's not the photo editor. He, he's the only one that me. knows how to use that version he's, of Photoshop. He's literally he's literally the head of the, the tech division at the bugle, like the tech reporter. Downgrade. Yeah, I'm not he saying was Tony totally Stark, man. He got I'm flying not, cars. I'm not saying it's not a downgrade. He was with Chinese slave lords. Listen, <laughs> if you if you went out and if you went out and created your own company, and then on the outside, well, technically he didn't and, do that. And, well, but listen, go with the narrative here. If you went and created your own company, and then okay. it it looked like you ran your company into the ground. Nobody's gonna hire you, except for the people that know you. So wouldn't it make sense for you to get your own job? Or you could be the president of the fucking United States. How's that? Because ain't that uh, what Trump did on many, many occasions? I mean, okay. No, we're not talking about real life. I know, right? Well, like, <laughs> but, but Larry, look, if I left a, a shitty ass company that that I hated working for. I started my own shit. My shit failed. You expect me to go back to my to, to be where I was? Look, that's exactly especially, what I did. I'm not a fucking bartending what, anymore. Especially if if I specifically tanked it, you don't think I would have embezzled some shit to like not have to work at all? Well, Peter Parker's not gonna embezzle money. I'm just saying, like that's me, but I. I'm sure he could have done it so that he he would have been all right. But he didn't do that. But he doesn't have to go work work for the bugle. Like he could have been in a high position at another tech company. No, you just ran your company into the ground. Why would I give you my company? Well, that's also stupid too. I would have just sold it to somebody else. 
he didn't dude he right he, but he's still he's he still known as a tech he genius. couldn't steal, he couldn't sell it to somebody else he had to burn it to the ground to because they were utilizing the technology to friggin try to do the secret empire yeah, stuff that, that's stupid i read the story don't be mad i mean you just explained it like if yeah. if Tony Stark's company went completely bust, you think nobody would be, say, "Hey, you know what? Tony's what kind of a genius. Maybe we should put him at on um, this Look, department." Tony Stark's company was doing bad shit. What did Tony Stark do? I I don't know what. I mean, you watched ten years of movies. You know what he did? What 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 are we talking about? What was what? Did, I don't know what movie no, you're talking about. Tony Stark's company was selling weapons. And right. perpetuating the, the global industrial military complex. Okay. And then he didn't like that. Uh-huh. So what happened? He took it over, right? And then what? Uh, changed the mission or whatever? Yeah. Okay. And he still kept making money and saving the world. Yeah, but what's the point you're making? The point I'm making is that... I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying... The, the I'm just saying point, it's like it is dumb. Like the, the plot point dumb. for the story was that because what you he literally had to like burn his company to the ground to protect everybody because everybody was connected to his company because he had that webware thing. It was like an iPhone. Right. I, I know. The okay. Cloud. So if 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 they're gonna use all the technology to like basically make things bad for the people. And Spider-Man knows that, and he's like, the only thing I could think to do is basically raise the company to the ground. That's what he did. Every episode of Silicon Valley has a better solution to that exact problem in every episode. Well, listen, if you if you want to say that Dan Slott's not as good of a writer as the writers of Silicon Valley, then that's on you. Look, I might have to, look, I might, yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I might. I might have to leave, have to actually read it. Yeah, you should read it. And, and uh, because because yeah, that a good sounds story. ridiculous. It's it's well, a, it's a good you know, story. The, the, even running it to the ground doesn't. Because sometimes you know, it's a rock star move. Like fuck it, you know. And uh, but going what? back to the bugle, like that's retarded. And then using that as like, oh, we're putting characters back. Like, that's fucking. That's special adult right there. That's hey. That's what the people wanted. They said. Uh, I didn't want that. And I'm sure they're going to bring Mary Jane back as a love interest. I mean, I still want that, but... Oh, I want well, it to see? Well, look, it turns out no, that no. you're one of those idiots, like, too, then. Can I be the romance writer, at least, then? Because I don't want it to just be, like, omit or, you know... I mean, it's... And then Nick Spencer is dealing with that? Yeah, like, I mean, look, they're taking all the characters back to their roots. That's yeah, but that's not the Spider Man's roots isn't that. That's not what makes Spider Man Spider Man. Like they 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 got it all wrong. At I mean, least in that I, respect. I would suggest you read the book and then decide. No, I, I no, I, I can tell you already. Like I know Spider Man's roots. Like that's why I only watched thirty seconds of the Amazing Spider Man. Yeah, well, Amazing Spider Man's a different story. That that definitely doesn't feel like Spider Man, but. I, I can tell you that, like all the stuff that's been happening in Amazing Spider-Man, all feels like Spider-Man. Still, the the stuff that's happening right now, with the friggin' Red Goblin, with friggin' Norman Osborn with the Carnage suit, like 
it's pretty awesome. It's like so, I don't know, man. I like. You can say what you want to say. You can say Marvel's not making good stuff, but Amazing Spider-Man is still that. Uh, a lot of the X-Men books are on point. Avengers No Surrender was amazing. It's like a lot of their tentpole stuff is doing really well, and then they still have like little hidden gems among the among the stacks too. So you know, not everything's gold, obviously, but there's definitely a lot of good stuff. Okay, Lawrence enjoys Marvel's tentpole. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take the tentpole. <laughs> Breaking news. Word. Uh, so let's do some final thoughts on Infinity War before we get into some news. Uh, are you still there, Jay? Yeah, I'm here. What what's uh what do you have to say in closing about Infinity War? Um, it was really good. I liked it. Like only a few things wrong with it. Long Widow for one. Yeah. But uh overall pretty good. Word. Uh what about you, Von Bizzle? <clears throat> Von B, you there? Okay. We're going to go to Oz then. I'm not here. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> My microphone's on mute. <laughs> hey, can you guys hear me? <laughs> what happened? Hello. Hey, what? man. <laughs> Uh, Bobby, what are your final thoughts on Infinity War? Hello, can you hear me? We can <laughs> we can hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear you. Oh, okay. What are your final? No, thoughts? I was like, oh, I thought it was awesome. I wish the folks at Warner Brothers could clone Kevin Feige and uh, <laughs> maybe go hire his little brother or something over at DC. Man. Wait, Feige, I thought it was the Russo brothers. Nah, just you need an overall person to 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 have a vision on everything. Can't just willy nilly just do every whatever the fuck you want. No, the work. vision died. You're hilarious. <laughs> ah, okay. All right, you got jokes. I wonder how much money they would like Warner Brothers would throw at Feige if they could. Uh, probably a lot. <laughs> yeah, but look, they don't have more money than Disney, huh? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they took a. They took a what? Uh, Black Panther. Like, what? What tier would he be in terms of just the general population? Like, as far as a hero goes. Yeah. It's turn, no. Oh. In terms of the people just knowing who he is. Oh, maybe like a C list hero. <laughs> right. And they made a one point three billion dollars with that guy. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's true. <laughs> so, that's true. Yeah. They, I don't think Warner Brothers has enough money to uh, to throw at Kevin Feige. Yeah. Oz, what are you thinking, man? What What's your final thoughts on Infinity War? It's a good movie. Go watch it. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. What about you, Moses Magnum? I love it, even when I hate it. <laughs> but it's, it is Disney's, you know, I hate Disney, but it's a good movie. And they did a good job, even in the parts I hate. Like, it didn't feel like it wasn't just done bad. 
they they did a good job. And uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm kind of disappointed that it's a time travel thing for the next one. You don't like the time travel aspect? It's a little bit of a cop-out, but I can see since he has a time gem. But it's like, if that's the case, then why are we even watch the movie in the in the first place? Like, it's <laughs> not going to happen, you know? Yeah, but we like a good time travel movie, don't we? No, I don't like a good time travel. I mean, there's only one time travel movie I like. Is that Back to the Future? Two. Dang. Well, you said one. You not not really even one, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, two. I like two. It's funny because oh, you know what? Technically, uh, that and um, what you call it? Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh yeah, Bill and Ted. That's it. And it, and if you go by that one, like if that's my standard, then technically I would have seen one second of this movie, and it would have been Tano's dying at birth, <laughs> and then that's it. And, you know. Now, that's interesting. So you like. Back to the Future two better than one and three. Yeah. Okay. Well, three, three ruins three. the whole series. Well, and what? then three was also three was the first movie I ever saw in the theater ever in my life. Okay. And uh, so that has a special part in in my love for the that move those movie series. But two is it because it, it has like cool shit from the future, which what I thought at the time when I saw it, that was gonna be the future. Like wow. You know, so seeing that as a little kid for the first time I was like, wow. And then it goes back to the beginning of the first one. So it's like I get seeing, I get the first one and I get scenes from the future. So that automatically be- makes it better than the first one. Because the first one is just scenes from the past. That's fair. Yeah, yeah no, I, I like Back to the Future too as well. But I feel like most people feel like it's the weakest of the three. Really? Yeah. I always thought three was the weak, the people, the one that people thought was the weakest. Nah, man. I think yeah, was... three is the one that know. doesn't make any sense. What does it two make is sense? The, two is the best one. Three, three doesn't make any sense because 1955 Doc Brown sees the tombstone, but the Doc Brown from the from the from 85 doesn't know about it. Right. It's all about alternate timelines. Like, like it, it, it makes complete sense up until three. Well, it makes sense if you see part two. Because part two automatically, like, even when it goes back to 1985, it's an alternate 1985. Yeah, but you then they I mean? fixed that 85. That's what I'm saying, but it's all jumbled up. So that means it's like, it, two lets Star Trek J.J. Abrams happen. <laughs> <laughs> eh? There it is. Okay. I agree. I think you're... I agree. Like what? It's like before you see Star Trek, J.J. Abrams, you got to watch Back to the Future too. <laughs> I just watched that yesterday again. I need to get those Blu-rays too. I love those movies. Yeah. Finally admits it. So yeah. Finally. On air. Oh yeah, on air. I've been drinking. <laughs> You drinking? No. <laughs> uh, I'm just looking into chat real quick. Uh, Subzy says, I thought they just gave Steve a new Captain America suit. I didn't think it was time travel. Uh, and I guess that's in regards to the, the picture. Um, 
Tiger Claw. It's all speculation, though. Yeah, I guess that's true, too. Dungeon Buster says, we need something done with real media. Call Peter Parker. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's funny. Oh, Mo's like, I'm done. (laughs) Mo's like, I don't like Peter Parker jokes. (laughs) Oh, man. So, cool. All right. Well, yeah, and I guess I technically I should, you know, even though I'm I'm sure it's pretty obvious that I thought that uh Infinity War was was pretty awesome. Um there were definitely a few things that it, it, in a perfect world could have been could have been different. But all in all, it was just I mean a fun ride. Thanos felt like Thanos, which was a, the main thing I was concerned with because I just wasn't certain if uh, they were going to mess around and have this guy like feel like something that he's not. But it turned out that that wasn't the case. So hey, you don't even notice that it's two and a half hours. No, no, it goes it goes by really fast, in my opinion. Like, well, the next know. one is three, so. Say what? The next one is three. Three I mean, hours. That's okay for me. Like, honest, I mean, I like long movies anyway, but, um, you know, it's just one of those things where I, if, if the pacing's done right, then that's not really something that you have to worry about. Oh. And so, uh. I feel like I feel like if they got this one right, they'll get the next one right. Yep. <clears throat> now I'm concerned about uh, Captain Marvel, though. You Wait, think, which one? You're Shazam concerned about Captain, Captain Marvel? Marvel? Well, both of them, but uh, the Marvel one. She don't look like she still look like a skinny little white girl. So I was like, how the hell are they gonna um, do this? Well, she's supposed to be the most powerful person. I mean, Vaughn, that's the wrong. You're in the wrong group to talk about that. I already talked about that, but I'm stupid. So, no, wait. But I'm saying, like, okay. what? What is? I mean, Captain Marvel doesn't look like a white woman in the comics. Too? No, in the comic book, she looked like a person who actually is athletic. The person that they have playing her in the movie looks like a skinny little white girl. <laughs> why? Why sound racist when you say I just saw salt. <laughs> I just saw salt. Right. Yeah. And that shit was absolutely fucking ridiculous. Looking at this 110-pound person beating the shit out of, of grown-ass mercenary dudes and secret service men. So I'm like, I'm, I believe Marvel is good. So I'm like, I, I hope it's going to be better than I think it's going to be. But I don't know. <laughs> See, I thought, I thought Salt, I liked Salt because she didn't fight like, a man fighting men. She fought like, like like Atomic Blonde. I didn't see Atomic Blonde, but is that is that how that worked? Like Atomic Blonde. It well, an Atomic Blonde, like that looked just as stupid. You, you you could take you could replace her with a dude, and it would be a, the exact same fight scene. Oh, okay. Yeah, see. I think the part was actually written for a dude, like originally. Could have been. Oh. Right, and the see. fact is, you in order for you to punt like. Schwarzenegger and uh, all those movies were ridiculous, but at least they looked 
big enough to be able to do kind of some of that stuff. But when you take a little tiny person and you know, if you like, kick somebody, if you if 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 a hundred and ten well, pound woman kick me, she's not gonna move me. But she also has like Marvel's powers. Right. So I'm like, that's right, what yeah. I'm kinda like, how they gonna but, do it. But that's so, the thing. It's like I, if she has Marvel's power, she don't need to look like it. The only I mean, thing we, is she looks she's gotta look like she survived boot camp with the dude from Full Metal Jacket. You know what right. I mean? She don't look we like said, that. She, she don't look like the, that. But that, we that, said that. some of the same things about uh, Wonder Woman. <clears throat> I didn't say that. I'm pretty but sure she, I did. She, no, she, look, look, but, at, look but, at my YouTube video. I, I specifically said, like, she was in the Israeli army. Like, she could kick some dude's ass easily without superpowers. Yeah, so she still had, a, like, they still made her, She was even though she was skinny, she still had an athletic build. Like, the... It, this chick don't have that. So it's like, I'm hoping that, you know, they put her on whatever Marvel does to make these, uh, all the guys look like, uh, like Hercules, whatever, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So it just, I just, I needed, uh, I guess I need a trailer or something to make me want to believe this. Cause the way they ended the movie is like, she's going to be the, uh, uh, just come save the day. Like, uh, okay. But you've read a Captain Marvel comic book. You know how strong right. she is. Yeah, I know. But and you've seen book, how Terry Dodson like, draws her. Yeah, <clears throat> she looks like an athletic person. Right. <laughs> That's the thing. This lady you, does not. Look, well, everybody in comics has muscles where people don't have muscles. Right, but you don't have to look like you just came in from shopping. <laughs> like, Captain Marvel, she doesn't even have to look like superhero-ish. Like, I'm willing to accept that she's strong... Beyond strength, you know, little little metal reference there, but um, without looking it, just because of the Captain Marvel powers, but she does have to look like she completed boot camp. Now, women soldiers look—they don't look like men soldiers, but they also look like they don't look like regular ass women. So I think Vaughn, you're asking a little too much, and Larry, you're asking a little too little. What what did I ask for? Well, you're just fine with it because you love Marvel. I, just, <laughs> no, I mean, I wanted to be in shape. Well, you're the lowest. Like you're the lowest bar, like here for that. So, <laughs> like you, you say you think it's a it's an amazing movie just when we get the uh, that that page turning logo out of the way. That logo, you're magnificent. already happy. Yeah, like Larry, like Larry jizzes when when he hears. <laughs> I don't, I don't jizz. I just clap. With your dick. How does he know? <laughs> I was there. <laughs> whoa, whoa! He was my other hand. <laughs> so are are you guys actually looking forward to Aquaman? No. <laughs> I'll watch it, but looking forward to it is not the like, way that I describe. Motherfucker, that motherfucker is like he's like Namor. Trying to lower himself to pick up human women. <laughs> Listen, here's the messed up part, though, is I feel at this point for Warner Brothers movies, for DC movies, like the bar is so low that Aquaman can only like be good. It, it won't be like it won't be like Aquaman, but it'll probably be a better movie. Well, that's the problem. It's like I feel like they're trying to turn him into like Namor. I mean, I I don't even know if they know who Namor is. Like, 
It would not surprise I, me if they do. Do you think Jeff Johns shit a brick when he saw Infinity War? I I mean, I don't think so. But at the same time, I don't know how what Jeff Johns thinks of like what I don't, I want to know what Jeff Johns actual thoughts are about these movies cuz he sees them. He, he writes them. He wrote, <laughs> He he consults on them like he knows what's happening. So it's like I feel like if he wanted to change some stuff, he's probably one of the few people that could potentially write the ship a little bit, right? So I don't think Warner Brothers is listening. So I think it's a bunch of suits deciding stuff. That's why like they're doing all this crazy shit. Well, Jim Lee tries, but his ideas don't get there in time. <laughs> hey, look, we already filmed that, Jim. What are you talking about? Yeah. So I don't know, but I I just feel like you know A- Aquaman is probably gonna get a bit of a pass because it, it'll be a better, like a more coherent movie than Justice League was. Well, Aquaman is so made fun of that if you just make the character the character look strong and good, that's that's gonna be enough to win people over. Because he's 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 a joke to anybody who doesn't read the actual comics. Yeah, which is sad. Cause there's enough there, but Jeff Johns wrote it. He wrote the comic, right? Jeff Johns did one of one of my favorite versions of Aquaman, but right. I, I guarantee that's not what we're going to see on the screen. No, look, Jeff Johns did my favorite Green Lantern stories, but Green Lantern the movie doesn't quite hit that mark. Right. And he actually wrote it. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> which I, I'm probably agreeing more with with Bond in that. Just because Jeff Johns has had a hand in it, there's some suits that had a bigger hand. Because I don't, I don't believe that Green Lantern movie was all Jeff Johns. Oh, I no. refuse to believe that. I, I, yeah. I have too much. Well, no, for it wasn't. It, it wasn't. It was him, Mark Guggenheim, and then it was like two comic writers and like four like TV writers. Right, and I guarantee you those TV writers had a lot more to do than the comic writers. I believe it, but you know. I think if he's that high up, well, I don't know how high up he was back then. But we've seen what has come out when he's that high up. I mean, he know? was already superstar writer. He was already up there. Yeah, but, you know, he had the Blackest Night under his belt and some of the New 52 stuff. And besides, all, like, good, all good stuff. Like being the most powerful or the, the, the highest writer at DC Publishing or DC Comics. I mean, doesn't mean anything as far as the movies go because Warner well, Brothers doesn't necessarily didn't necessarily respect the the comic book people for you know yeah. or at least their input creatively. No comic book people wrote Infinity War, huh? Uh that's a good question. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like I don't I'm, I don't I'm think pr- so. I feel like sure. there, it's two writers and not neither one of them are actual comic book writers. Well, we we don't know if Saboka came up with another identity. Saboka. <laughs> what what the fuck's his name? I forget his name. His name is Jin so, Yang. He's got so many. <laughs> his name is Wang Chung. Everybody Wang Chung to me. Alright, should we should we get into some holy news? Holy fuck. You guys ready for some news? 
We're not going to hear the music, though. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let's see. Oh, we still can't hear whatever Larry plays. Damn it. Look, I don't think the music, the news music is going to play anyway. So, <laughs> look, I don't know why. That's weird. So, ooh, comic book news. Comic book news. No, not like that. But like well, yeah. <laughs> Don't do So, so Enrique <laughs> Cinemas have we added. Need to, hold on. We need to cut that out. And that's going to be the new one. <laughs> Mo, Amber's, you Amber's, need to cut that out. But Amber's going to be so mad that that's your impression of her. <laughs> Please, you don't listen to the show. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be home for like a month. So, Mo, you got to cut that out. <laughs> Go ahead, Jay. Oh, Regal Cinemas have added sensory-friendly screenings of Avengers Infinity War on Sunday, Saturday, May 5th, including two in the Sacramento area. Wait, what uh, friendly? Those... What? What friendly screenings did you say? Sensory. So, okay. like, for blind people? No, for autistic people. Uh... So the sensory-friendly screenings will feature lower volume and have the lights turned up. Is that they, that makes it better for people with autism? That sounds what? like a DVD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? what it's like what do they care? Thanos is probably gonna blink him out of existence anyway. <laughs> do they sit him in front of like a fifty-inch TV? <laughs> it, it's not even the theater. They're putting it at the at the fucking the TGI Fridays next door. <laughs> Like I've been to movies where like they have a room for children and those I mean they don't do anything special for that. Oh, like I, I why why does the uh the lights on and the lower sound work better for autistic people? Because they get like sensory overload. Oh, okay. Like there's a like a lot of autism, like sensory overload is one of the symptoms. So by turning the volume down and raising the lights, there's not as much clashing and everything. So it'll make it easier for them to watch it. And so how many I wonder like how many seats like do you have to like pre like register for that or something like yeah, know? well, it's like the studios have projections of how many people per capita are going to see it. So they kind of already know what it's going to do. And uh, I, I just looked up their projections for these screenings and, you know, they're, they're projecting seven people. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense because then they also put them in those 4D boxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm just, I'm just it, trying to figure out. It says out, here they're also going to provide helmets. Because I'm just thinking, like, if you accidentally end up in one of those screenings, like, you must be like, this is really strange. Yeah. Just because you're like, why did I mean, oh. how would you accidentally end up in one? Well, I'm pretty sure it's not labeled the autistic screening. No, it's labeled sensory friendly. Just like 3D screenings are labeled 3D. But somebody 
screenings are labeled IMAX. But somebody who doesn't know what sensory screening has sensory look IMAX specifically IMAX 3D Disney real 3D 3D Max all that and people interpret that as extra money. Sensory friendly but, looks like oh, this is an extra friendly version of the movie. Depending on what app you're using for Showtimes, they're not going to tell you anything. Yeah, it's not look. There's been a lot of times where I'm like, okay, so we're going to go to the movies at this time. You get to the theater and you find out, oh, that's a 3D version. Fuck that. Yeah, when they get to the theater, they'll see it sensory friendly and they'll get another one. Nobody or knows what that means. The sensory friendly. Look, you've explained it to me and I still am not 100% sure what you mean by sensory friendly. They turn the volume down. How do you not understand that? <laughs> Look, I, just, I might just think my screening's broken. And to me, like, my senses work fine. Sensory-friendly to me means that it's, the the, it's going to be a clearer screen, clearer sound, darker for more contrast. Yeah. Hey. Oh, you guys are proving it. You guys have made it a point. I, okay, I get it. I can see how some people will be dumb enough to accidentally go into a sensory-friendly screening you guys have convinced me people are dumb <laughs> i just in any I, case i just love I that you're more we... malleable than larry what i just love that you're more malleable than larry in this case <laughs> why well, I, I think he's just accepted that we're dumb larry still hasn't accepted he's known me for 15 years I have a lot of sympathy for my autistic brothers and sisters out there. <laughs> Joe's deadly trying to stay on so the spectrum. It's, like, it's a it's a good thing. You're not like I'm glad they're reaching out. <laughs> and if people see it accidentally, they still get to see the movie. So Yeah. 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 So the dudes that wrote Stephen McFeely and Christopher Marcus, um, I don't know, they, they're the dudes that, they wrote a movie called Life and Death of Peter Sellers, which was actually a good movie that I had to see in a little tiny shoebox theater back in like 2005 or four. Sounds sensory friendly. Oh yeah, it was, it was tight. Yeah, there, you know, I, it was, you know, I, I happened to live near the little like, art house theaters and that yeah that was, was good but they, they also did the chronicles of narnia movies mm-hmm. they did they wrote the first avenger sword of dark world pain and gain winter soldier guardians of the galaxy script polish only uh civil war and then infinity war so they did all the narnia movies yeah fuck them oh actually you know what Oh, yeah, they, they did extra work on the Don Treader. Oh, fuck them. <laughs> Joe, they made like eight, nine other movies you love. Yeah, but they fucked up the one I cared about so badly that they didn't even finish making the other ones. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember, like, that's why I said they ex- did extra work on the Don Treader. Because I remember when that came out, Joe was so disappointed. Like, it was like, it was his homecoming. 
weren't they like wasn't Don Treader not even supposed to come out, but they put it out anyway? Yeah, I think so. No, all seven were supposed to come out. But after that one, that was the deal out. they made when they started making them. All seven were supposed to come out. Huh. I just remember after Prince Caspian, they were like, not like they weren't sure if the next one would even be made, and then Don Treader came out. And they fucked it up. <laughs> See, that's why I don't read books. Because then I'm not disappointed like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I don't read books. Plus readings for cigarettes. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? I love that the joke still makes him laugh. They also created Agent Carter, the series on TV. Okay. Agent Carter was good. Agent Carter was really good. Yeah, I agree. I loved it. The, the first one, it started going down in the second I one. didn't watch the second one because I wanted to binge it all. Because I was see. so mad that, that the first one was only like eight episodes. The second one was only like eight episodes. It might have been ten. but Right. So it's like... Wait, but eight episodes is like your sweet spot for this type of thing. Right. That I could watch those in a day. I don't understand why that made you mad, though. That's No, no. Well, I wanted more, you know? Because after every episode, and I didn't know it was going to be eight episodes, so then when it ended, I was like, oh, fuck. And then there was no new episode. So it's like, it's perfect. I enjoyed every second of it. It was concise, everything. The arc was full. And then when the second one was like, okay, you know what? I want to get this at one shot. And then they got canceled. But it's better that it get canceled. Okay. <laughs> you know, I f- I'm sorry. We forgot to mention that uh, Avengers Infinity War made $630 million globally uh, in that opening weekend. I don't know how much it's made to this point. Yeah, it's like at 800-something. It made more than Justice League in one weekend than that movie made in what? Its entire it, it's run. Entire run. Yeah. <laughs> like, so if you were Warner Brothers, like, what the fuck? That's what I'm saying. Like, they shit a brick. You know, like. Yeah, that's crazy. Nah, when everybody was saying, like, when it was, oh, like, we're going to do this, 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 and then we're going to do this Justice League, and everybody was like, why, why, why are y'all doing that? Why don't you just do what Marvel does? Yeah, oh, we're gonna do our own thing. Like, well, not only okay. that, like, look, you Marvel made a dude with a weird motivation of collecting things be really, really compelling. And are you, are you talking about Thanos? Huh? You're talking about yeah. the collector? Oh, yeah. no, the the Thanos, like he's over here trying to get these stones. The other dude's trying to get these mother boxes. You know, like. I think he has the mother boxes, doesn't he? No, he gets them throughout the movie. Dark side, or are you talking about? Steppenwolf? No, uh, Steppenwolf. Oh, yeah. Troll looking dude. Yeah, and it's like, you know, they. It, it's almost like DC kind of did it first, but it was like <laughs> nothing compared to how Marvel did it. But they've been planning it for ten years. Like you see little tidbits here and there 
of it. So they've been pl- they thought of it first of a of a weird otherworldly Jack Kirby-ish dude collecting things for their movie things, and then DC did it in one movie, and it was just like it's like an afterthought, you know. Even yeah. even though it came out first. Yeah. What else is happening news-wise? Did, did I see a thing with your boy, Mo, getting a TV show? My boy who? Swamp Thing? Oh, uh, he's in Teen Titans Go, but I didn't, I didn't see a TV show for that. Uh, they're, they're doing a live-action show. Like, that just came out, like, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so they're doing a live-action Swamp Thing on the DC streaming service. Oh yeah! By the way, DC's doing a streaming service. Yeah, we know that already, but yeah. it doesn't look like it's happening. And there's a Harley Quinn show apparently. Like, there's a story they just had like the the logos, so they had you know the Titans and all the other. One almost Harley Quinn. Dude, um, you're gonna ride that shit into the ground, man. Well, the <laughs> as far as something goes, like I told you, there's something coming down the pipeline before just. Seeing them pop up in in weird places, yeah. Uh, little by little, they're trying to like introduce them to people, and uh, it sucks that it's going to be on the streaming service because um, it's just like nobody's going to see it, you know. The stupid Teen Titans shit. Yeah, and then I saw him in the Teen Titans Go uh, commercial. That shit was actually funny. <laughs> yeah, the commercial was funny, but um. Yeah, Swamp Thing was in it. So. Is he? Is that the uh, the one for the for the Teen Titans movie? Yeah, Teen Titans go to the movie. Yeah. Yeah. The whole yeah, bit where uh, he calling him Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been funnier if Lobo came and said, "Like I was the first funny one." <laughs> uh, the Spawn reboot is eyeing Jamie Fox to play Al Simmons. I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, actually, the 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 award-winning actor is aggressively pursuing the role for the. Oh, okay, hey, sorry, no pre-production. Uh, he he was uh, aggressively pursuing the role back in 2013, and then yeah, so they they think that's who they're looking at for it right now. McFarlane himself was actually hoping for for uh, Jamie Foxx. Wait, what? McFarlane was hoping for Jamie Foxx too? Yeah, Jamie, he was focused. Focus, yeah, he was hoping for him as well. But we'll see who they choose. Um, I think Jamie Foxx can probably do it if he, like, pretends he was making Ray. Or the other movie where he played a yeah. blind musician. Yeah, where you have to like do the research and like be like, okay, it has to be like this. Well, it's just more like it's like okay, it's gonna be Jamie Fox being in this movie, you know? Because there's a lot of movies that are like they could be good movies, but Jamie Fox is in them. But Jamie Fox is trying to be like Jamie Fox, you know? And then it's like, Ugh. but he did a movie. He did Ray, and then he played another blind musician in a movie with. Robert Downey Jr. Not so long after that, that was just like I saw that movie in a little shoebox theater too, 
because it was only like I think only like five people saw that shit. At the one where he's like the homeless musician. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. That, you that's, saw it too. I have seen it. Yeah. I okay. Can't remember yeah. The name so of six it. people saw. Yeah. It. I, I can't yeah. remember the name of it, but it was really good. Yeah. It was really good, and it, it was him not not being Jamie Fox like. So I think he has the the acting chops to do it. I just think he's just got to get out of his own head to do it because I think he likes being Jamie Foxx too much. I mean, the reality is, it's like he he can act. Yeah. It's just that I don't feel like he has respect for comic book movies. Oh, he's well, yeah, not, he's just, not yeah. gonna do a movie that's gonna be where his character is gonna be mostly CG. I mean, he can be Al Simmons. Yeah, but, but he, can he is, be Spawn? Can he wear the mask for a huge percentage of the time? Al Simmons is only going to be a little bit. Like you can't, if you do a Spawn movie, you can't. It can't be an Al Simmons movie. It has to be Spawn. Like you could even do it without Al Simmons, really. Like, well, Al Simmons in human form, because Spawn is technically still Al Simmons. He just happens to be Spawn as well. Yeah, but you have to have Al Simmons going to hell. Right, right, right. Turning like, into like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I actually, I think you can get a, get away with with not doing that at all. Just introducing this mangled figure that makes like even if if they actually do that without having the the, the origin and just having this burned, scarred flesh and having you feel something for this faceless character, I think if that was their goal, I think they would make a really good movie. I don't think Hollywood's that talented. They're gonna have to show you L. Simmons to humanize him. I mean, they can't. Jamie Foxx can do that. What most no, he about. can, but he and, won't. Well, but that—that's about Jamie Foxx, not about Hollywood. Like, I mean, they made uh they made uh what you call it? What you call it? Did that Hugo Weaving in, in uh, yeah, twice he did it as Red Skull and as yeah, but he was still like not oh, yeah. wearing uh, the red. The, yeah, the I know, but the, it was so for the, so short. The other time. movies, what I'm talking about, the the friggin' comic V for V for Vendetta. Yeah, like he didn't I show his face that that entire movie. Yeah, but that was a Natalie Portman movie. It's not a Natalie Portman movie. Yeah, yeah. it is. I guarantee Natalie Portman is no, more. No, when it came out, it wasn't a Natalie Portman movie. It was a uh, Wachowski brothers movie. Yeah. And and Hugh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Hugo Weaving was like a huge star, but he was a bigger star than Natalie Portman. Hugo Weaving was coming off of The Her- Matrix and Lord of the Rings. Was it and Lord of the Rings too? Then, Jeez. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, those are concurrent. Yeah, yeah. they they happened together. He was so in both like, and so he he did that whole movie without showing his face and just did the performance. And now, don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm not saying Jamie Foxx is Hugo Weaving by any stretch of the imagination, but I think what separates them is more so their willingness to sacrifice for the craft than it is their actual uh, acting look, ability. I, I, I'll give I'll give I'll give Jamie Foxx all the credit. He's a, an amazing actor. I don't think he's he'll do a movie where you don't see Jamie Foxx. Right. No, I I think you're right. That, but that's my whole. But thing. but it, what it, I will say it, is this. You can totally make a Spawn origin movie and it be like half Al Simmons and half Spawn and you just do it in like flashbacks. Like Right, but that, that goes back to what I was telling Mo, where you're not gonna just have a charred husk that you're gonna 
you have to humanize Hollywood has to humanize him by showing you Al Simmons. Yeah, you could do that, but that that's that's how I would try to make that movie so that Jamie Foxx feels good about it and like tries to put you know be. I would make I'd make him more like the Elephant Man. And like he always just be in in a mask. Yeah, like he's a husk uh, a husk of charred flesh, but he's humanized throughout the movie. Like, and it's a masterpiece. Right. So I think they're more likely to go with a no name that has talent. To, to do that if they, they want to do that I don't know like I don't know how much the studios want to make spawn the greatest movie in history well I mean it doesn't it doesn't have to like I don't I don't feel like you know when they were making Batman Begins I don't feel like they were like we're going to make the greatest movie in history they were just like we should we can make a superhero movie mm-hmm. and it can also be a solid movie outside the superhero genre too. Yeah, and that's how it, they, that's that's why they do shit. It's Hollywood. They all start off thinking they're gonna make the greatest movie in history. No, I, I went every, to film school long enough to know that everybody thinks like that. Every movie starts off as Citizen Kane, <laughs> and they're shocked when it's not. <laughs> is that is that how you feel? I, I, I went to film school too. That that's exactly how that goes. That's hilarious. And they even tell you like when you go to film school, like I don't know if that, that happened to you, but the guy that <laughs> the guy that was my professor worked on Purple Rain. And uh he's like, you know, it's okay to make direct to this was, you know, showing my age again. And he goes, It's okay to go directly to Blockbuster. With your movie, because they get paid a lot. There's people that work just in straight to video movies that make an amazing living. Yeah, and that's how he started the class. First day. Yeah. Mine started by showing us cities and Kane and telling us that's what we have to shoot for. Yeah. Hollywood's weird. Oh, I'm reading your story about about Swamp Thing. It says that James Wan is on board as executive producer. Wait, which one? James. <laughs> I'm glad he said James. He's a director for for Aquaman. What else has he done? Because I can't. Oh, he judge him on something that hasn't come out yet. He actually created Saw. And I. I don't know. Con- Saw. Oh, dude. Well, Saw, and then he did a movie called um, Death Sentence with Kevin Bacon. That's like a, the revenge movie. That's a, it's a great fucking movie. And then he did um, Fast and Furious 8, but I didn't see that, so I don't know how that is. I saw but that. He did like the Annabelle and the Conjuring movies. Like, Oh, they're doing another one of those. Yeah, they're doing the Crooked Man and then the Demon Nun one. Demon. They have a also, whole, there's a whole shared they... universe with the with the Annabelle and Conjuring movie. Yeah. Looking it bugs forward, me that they don't uh... use the real Annabelle doll though. Nah, it doesn't. The the real Annabelle doll, like it creeped me out when I was a kid because I was a little pussy when I was a kid. But um, it's okay. I like I like the one they use, and then well, they did cause... one. Um, the, 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 the one that Joe, they Joe, you saw Dead Silence, right? 
Dead Silence? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. How'd you love it? It was really good. Like, yeah. it was fun. Like, I think That's... she kind of cheated when she killed the one police officer. Yeah. But the rules are the rules. But that's uh, that's James Wan for you, man. That's his first movie that he did that wasn't Saw. Yeah, that one was Wait. good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? No, just what you said. It was funny. Like the first movie he did that wasn't Saw. But okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Cause, I know what you're um, saying. It wasn't his first like, movie. It was the first like, movie. Saw he was did. his first movie. Right. Then he did. They did one of those. They had somebody direct the second one so he could do the third one. Because. Or third and fourth, something like that. Like I think the dude that did two, yeah, I think the dude that did two did three also, and then four James Wan did because four and three take place at the same time. Got it. Yeah. So he used the same actors, but yeah, he's he's a, he's a good like he he creates good ambiance and good like the films feel tangible. They're grimy. They're gritty and. You know, I don't know what what he's gonna do that to Aquaman. I don't see how he brought that to Fast and Furious Eight. Um, I probably, I don't care what he did with Fast and Furious Eight because that I, to me he was on vacation there. And then um, yeah, then the ones he did like in City, I think he did Insidious also. Which one? The first one. That one was really good. Actually, the first two were really good. Three is average, and I didn't I, see that. I enjoyed the, the second one, too. I haven't seen three or four. Yeah, three was good, good, but it's it's different. It's yeah, more of a standard thing tacked on to the Insidious name. Yeah, so the first, the first Insidious was actually done by the same creative team. As the first Saw movie. Yeah. There you have it. He's going to be doing something. He's executive producer, so I, he's probably having another vacation just like he did with Fast 8. But Executive producer just means he's putting up some of the money. It might not even be that. It might be something he's going to introduce in the Aquaman movie that they might play on. And he just gets credit for it. Interesting. Well, we'll see. I mean, yeah, I might not even get to watch it. Hey, Lawrence, you you've watched Agents of Shield, right? Are you you're up to date with that? I am. Is seeing what Coulson has done in the last what, like four or five years? Uh, considering what you know about that character now, is that gonna affect? What you think if young you see young Coulson in the Captain Marvel movie? Because I know you're getting young Fury, and I also heard, but it's not confirmed as far as I know that there's a young Coulson in it. No, no. I mean, I I would just be happy to see Coulson <laughs> in a movie again. <laughs> no, I mean it's true, which is sad. Agents of Larry, Shield, Coulson. He can't say anything bad about Marvel. No, I mean Agents of Shield Coulson to me is totally different than than um, Iron Man Coulson. Oh, it it is, it is. It's a the characters changed a lot, and like it's not that I don't say anything bad. It's just that like you guys remember how I felt about Coulson. I was like one hundred percent anti, and I remember being on this show talking about how much he should not have his own television show. 
Well, you're always anti until it comes out, and then you have to love it. No, that's not true. I'm anti un- until, well, sometimes I stay anti. It depends on what it is. But luckily, like, you know, Marvel definitely sometimes works it out the right way. So it's like I, I like the – I'm excited about the idea of a young Nick Fury, even though Samuel Jackson is old as hell, so I don't know. Like, well, I, they're going to CG his face. They're going to Tron to him. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's good, right? Like that could. Be- I think they could have just gotten Aries Spears to do an impression. <laughs> Is Aries Spears the best person to play young Samuel L. Jackson? No, but I want to see him get paid for a Marvel movie. Got it. I um, don't know who is the best for him, but but I'm sure he could do it really well. He does everybody really well. Well, everybody that he does. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. But yeah, so no, it won't. It won't. It won't affect me. Like I just want him to act like like something more akin to the Coulson we know from that series. And it seems like is 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 it just me or does it seem like Martin Freeman is trying to take that role, like that Coulson role, the the dude from Sherlock that was in Black Panther? Yeah, he might the be hobby? trying to, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd like him better. I don't like Coulson's face. Really? I don't trust him. <laughs> what? What don't you trust him to do? I don't know. Like, he always looked like kind of douchey. I even saw him on a TV show uh, with with Julia Louis Dreyfus mm-hmm. on like CBS, and he looked like he might be an android in real life. <laughs> Word. <laughs> I like him. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, he wants he's to a touch douchey. his dick already. Uh, I'm not going to, but you know. It's like I'd find maybe somebody that would if he asked nicely. So, yeah. I I do think it is a shame that those that show doesn't interact with the movies anymore. Was like I feel like yeah, it, it used to, but yeah, they. I wanted to see see if they they did anything with Infinity War, but the last episode had nothing. Like they they're not even on the same dimension anymore. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Oh, maybe they'll come and save the day in Avengers Four. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> that I, I would want... suck, actually. If if Agents of Shield showed up in Avengers Four and Defenders still get ignored, I'd be a little pissed. Well, no, I was just about to say, like, I want the TV people to be in these movies, like. It would be really awesome for, at the very well, least, for the them. Netflix crew to end up showing up. Uh, I would love for the Agents of Shield to do the same, but I don't. I think it's highly unlikely. Do you think this movie would have suffered a little if uh, I know we're in news and not talking about the movie? But there's all these possibilities and questions with the MCU. Yeah. Um. You know how like part of the 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 PR answer was like, why aren't these characters coming out? Like, um, they're like, oh, it's too much to like bring them together, and you know, we spent ten years. You think uh, bringing the t- the Netflix people or the Agents of Shield people in would have been hard on the movie? I don't think so. I mean, don't get me wrong; it 
it's definitely like there is something to be said about the fact that the people that are watching these movies are not necessarily the people that are watching the TV shows, whether they be on Netflix or on network television. But, you know, I I don't think that it's that hard to, to introduce the characters if, uh, if you want to. Even All you had to movie. do was pan to a bar and Jessica Jones suddenly disappears and you know Luke Luke Cage is like, What the fuck? I mean, that's one way to do it, but then you have to exp- explain a little bit like who this <sighs> random black dude is, right? I mean, even like if that's what all they did, I wouldn't like it. Like I don't know. No, no. Well no, mean, as a setup to bring him in, in into four. the fight. Right. Uh, yeah, who knows? I mean, I would I would have loved to have seen Luke Cage as an Avenger. Just because of how they did it in New Avengers and how awesome that introduction was. Yeah, but that's MCU for you, man. I mean, Hellcat was in Defenders, but it wasn't a Defender. I, w- I was actually pissed off because uh, there was a writer that was like, oh... Marvel included the Defenders in the MCU because Groot had that video game that said Defenders on it. And I, I just, I wouldn't have thrown my phone at something, but I don't want to break my phone. I miss the days when you could throw the phone. Because it was built Tonka Tough? It was Tonka Tough, and also if you broke it, there was a contract that gets you a free one. Like, there was another story where one dude reviewed Infinity War and was mad that they didn't explain like all these people showing up to Avengers all of a sudden. Yeah, that guy's a moron. I mean, yeah. I, well, that's like that goes back to kind of what I was saying earlier, where it it definitely felt like a comic book, but it felt like a modern comic, because you know, not not modern comics don't necessarily write as if an issue is somebody's first issue, and. These movies, well, like this, this movie doesn't well, no, do that. No character in this. I mean, well, besides you know, like Ma and all the uh, all all Thanos' minions. No, no character is, goes into this movie without at least two movies. Well, yeah, but but the point I'm making is, like, technically speaking, even when you're talking about sequels and such, it's like you know, movies stand on their own. Like, you don't usually have to see or know. You don't necessarily have to see the movie that came before it to come in and enjoy uh, a, a sequel or or the third part of a trilogy. You know, it's like you can you can watch Die Hard three and not have seen any of the first two, and it's just it's its own complete thing. And it's like, yeah, you know some stuff about the character beforehand, but that's not necessary to enjoy the movie. I feel like Infinity War is not that. Like, if Infinity War is your first Marvel movie, you might be lost. And I'm not saying that, like, you know, oh, that makes it a bad movie, because I feel like Mar- the Marvel Cinematic Universe is doing a thing. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, they're doing something like an experiment in cinema. And so this is, like, it, it's, it's the serialization of of franchises 
And so if Infinity War is your first Marvel movie, it might be sensory friendly. <laughs> Look, but that like and I'm not saying that like, oh, you know, who's who's the guy that's like, oh well I guess I'll I'll jump on, on this one. It's like I'm just saying, hey, you know, you could be like seven or or nine, you know, and your parents shelter you. Hey, well like if your parents if if any war is the first movie your parents took you to, they're bad parents. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm just saying. It's well, like... they have cartoons though. Like, there's a, Disney XD has a bunch of Marvel cartoons that actually have dealt with Thanos already. Yeah, but that's not the movie you're watching. Right, but you kind of get a sense of what these characters do and what they are. Yeah, but that's like saying. That would be like if somebody didn't watch the movies but read the comics, and they're like, "Okay, no, I get what's happening. I, I understand what's going to happen." And if that's your, if you read the comics but you don't watch the movies and you start with Infinity War, like you don't understand why Captain. I think you'll be all right. You don't understand why Captain America and Iron Man don't speak. Like you don't know what that's all about. Like, I, I, I had a similar conversation with a client today. Yeah. He didn't see Civil War. Yeah, exactly. And but he assumed that it's like, because he saw like a flow chart of what you need to watch first and stuff. <laughs> and uh, he's like, yeah, I was going to watch it today in the morning, but I saw this online. So I said, no, nah, I'll wait. And then I told him, well, what, what do you know? Like, what have you watched? He goes, I watched 10 seconds of Doctor Strange and the first uh, uh, Guardians movie. And that's it. Well, hey. No, no. He saw Iron Man, yeah, Guardians, Guardians and Iron Man 2, and then I'm like, well, you know, you could watch it, you're just not going to know, like, the history, why, I told him why Tony Stark and, 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 uh, Steve Rod, Captain Rogers aren't talking, and he goes, oh, that's from Civil War, right, and I said, yeah, all right, so that's where they fought, and they're not talking anymore. Like he didn't see it. I just told him like that, and then he just put two and two together. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't even. And think he's you not. Need... He, and he's not the smartest dude I know. I don't. I don't even think you need all that. I mean, just like how um, Banner in the movie, he didn't know why why Tony Stark and Captain America weren't talking. But you know, Tony Stark's telling him, "Look, it's a long story. We're just not. We're we're not talking right now." And Banner's like, "Okay, some shit happened." Yeah, but understand that, you know, that makes sense for Banner because he's like, I'm trying to save the galaxy here. But from an audience perspective, you might be like, wait, why? Why doesn't he just tell him? Because I want to know. I get like jumping into a new hope was hard for people. (laughs) See, that's not the same thing, but hey, I'll let you have it. There's old Republic shit. There's old Jedi shit. There's old... You don't know nothing. you just seen some toys. <laughs> and you watch this movie and you love it. Yeah, but, I mean, also, you see the moment where Tony Stark is going to call Captain America and then is interrupted. Right. Like, and you, you see he doesn't want to, but he knows he has to because of what... Because of the threat. I watched so Civil you, War you without watching Ant-Man. You don't need to watch Ant-Man. You yeah, you do, because Ant-Man just shows up out of nowhere. No, see, that's not the same thing. 
like that's that's a that is a different thing because it's like, I mean, you could you you don't know how Falcon knows Ant Man, but you you don't know why Ant Man asked for orange slices either. Yeah, see, I think that's that's like totally not a plot a major plot point of the whole mm, thing. Kind of thought he was doing acid. <laughs> It's Wait, not a does, does orange point. slices help with acid? Yeah, when you when you do too much acid, you have orange. Well, you have orange slices, and it, it like makes you go go through your system faster. So it comes down. All, all I know that down is if if I've never seen a Marvel movie, and that works with um with weed brownies too. If you get too high, eat like a grapefruit or an orange, you'll be right in twenty minutes. What about a citrus-based beer? Because I think that's what I had last. No, time. no, no. You should, um, uh, edibles and alcohol you shouldn't mix. Lloyd gave me some cookies once, and I don't remember half that night. Right, because we were drinking. <laughs> <laughs> if Hulk says call call Captain America because we got to save the world, and Iron Man says ah we're not talking, you need more than ah we're not talking for you to be like okay well that. I get why that decision was made. Well, it's got to be bad if the Hulk isn't telling. If the Hulk tells you to do it and you can't do it, it's got to be something bad that happened. And yeah. you know what? I'll enjoy that movie after I enjoy this one. <laughs> and, and, and that's fine. Like that's how that's how I did it. Like I was like I saw Civil War. I had no interest in seeing Ant Man. I was angry over the whole thing. I, I didn't like Yellow Jacket like that, and I didn't like Pym like that, and then like Scott Lang like that. And then I'm like, you know what? I seen him here. I gotta check out his original movie, and I did. Yeah, and I. That man's a good movie. I've seen that. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still like, yeah, I'm mad at it, but it is an enjoyable movie, and the second one looks really fun. Yeah, which is like, I don't go to the movies for fun. But but I'm, I might check it out. Interestingly enough, um, one of my clients did get to see Infinity War, and, and he loved it. He saw a cam copy on SpankBank.com. So if you if you can't afford a theater, SpankBank.com has it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a portal site, but they uploaded it to that. Yeah, we figured it out. <laughs> Spank, bang. Look, I'm still trying to see Cobra Kai, but I can't find it on RedTube. <laughs> can't you watch it free on YouTube right now? No. I thought you could, like the first couple. No, of you episodes. have to have YouTube Red. Yeah, RedTube. That's what I said. Try, try looking for the first two episodes. I think the first one might be available because yeah. I know, I, I I know somebody that saw it that doesn't have RedTube. Yeah. Supposedly it's great. I'll let you know next week. Fair. Cool. What else should we, uh, anything else we should talk about before we get out of here? Uh Kevin Faggy. Um Feige. Feige. Um he wrote a letter to fans. He said, uh, to the greatest fans, the past ten years have been an unforgettable ride and we couldn't have done it without you. Without the entire team at Marvel Studios, our incredible talent in front of and behind the camera, the visionary comic book creators, but most importantly, you. 
Thank you for embracing the characters and stories since we kicked off the MCU 10 years ago. This past weekend was a result beyond our wildest dreams. On behalf of everyone here at Marvel Studios, we thank you for being the best fans in the universe and making Avengers Infinity War the biggest opening weekend of all time. What a douche. Yeah, he clearly didn't listen to me. Totally pretentious. Dude standing on the shoulder of giants and talking about he did everything. Whatever. You're welcome, Kevin. All right, let's get out of here. Um, just quick, a quick question. I thought, I thought you know, but then you posted that picture, and Mo actually did buy two white cover action comics. Uh, <laughs> One thousand. I thought yeah. it was a joke. No. Because uh, because honestly, after you said it, I went straight to Amazon and saw that there were still two available. <laughs> So I thought, I thought, oh, he's just kidding. He didn't actually buy them. But you did actually buy them. But were I'm you able going... to buy those two? No, I didn't because I thought it was a joke. Yeah, no, right now there's you can't find them on Amazon anymore. Um, I'll look for them, and I guarantee I'll find them. At least but, not from the seller that I got them from. But my question is, what artists do you want to do those covers? And... If is one of those artists me? Because <laughs> well, you got two. I I, I actually I would have uh, had you do one of them because I was like trying to do like one like that like somebody I know you know. By the way, if you did ask me to do it, it would be a stick figure just because I would just because that's funny to me. Look, you might st- ink. you might still do one. So, it would be a stick figure with a triangle chest with an S on it. I told Larry I would give him one already. So <laughs> I only have one. And then the other one's spoken for. Um, but yeah, I, honestly, I, I think... I don't know if I, uh, I, I want to go... You're, I'm guessing oh. you're taking him to San Diego. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know if I'm getting in. So I might not even take it. I might wait till, like, one of the, the you know, the conventions nearby here that I get to go. Plus, I haven't been able to go to any of them. Plus, so I think, isn't WonderCon before Comic-Con, though? It already happened. Yeah, it happened already. Uh, Look, it, is, I missed C2E2. It'd probably, be, it'd probably be Long Beach would be the next one. Yeah, which I'm not going to. And then after that is uh, Stan Lee. Well, whoever buys it after he dies. Oh, I'm uh, going to buy two, and I'm going to try next year to get Jergens, but we know he's a dick, so that's probably not gonna happen. Yeah, I, I want to get like somebody like a, uh, like the dude from Black Science or Mateo Scalera or Ryan Otley. Um, Lloyd got Ryan Otley to do his Black Science white cover. That's awesome. And it looks. Is fucking amazing. Yeah. Or was it him or his roommate? What happened was he wanted the guy from from Black Science to do it, and he couldn't get it, so he gave it to Ryan Otley, and then Ryan Otley did it, but he couldn't finish it in time, so he said, "You know what? For what you paid, I'm just gonna hook you up, and I'll mail it to you when I'm done." So like three months later, he gets in the mail, and it's a whole wraparound Ryan Otley that he got for the price of like one character. Damn. 
So he it was ah man, I, I think I showed you the picture when it happened, but you don't remember, Larry. Oh, no, I sure don't remember. But it was it, it was. I want to see it. It was tight. You'll see Lloyd on Sunday. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Hopefully, he still has the picture. <laughs> Indeed. But yeah, I, I, for those white covers, I think I, I'm a. I I think I got like a thousand. Well, I'm gonna set a thousand dollar budget and get something good. Wow, wow. that much? Huh? A thousand dollars for the one cover? I think so. I I think it's you know it, the thing comes. It's eighty pages, you know, and white cover basically white cover on the trade paperback, and it's like historic. You know, a lot of different art in the book. Oh yeah. But I think the cover, the white cover, has to be like. Wait, but what, what to you, kind of, um, not I, I want to say justifies that price tag. But what I mean is, like, if you take a white cover to a convention and to even like an artist like, like let's say Jurgens, it would still only be like a hundred and fifty bucks for him right. to do that. But Jurgens, like Jurgens, is good, and I would like. You know, he, well, I, I mean, you're setting a budget of a thousand. Now, I'm wondering how you think, like, well, who are you going to hand it to? Like, how would you get somebody that would say, well, give me a thousand bucks for it and I'll Larry, draw it? Larry, what was the dude's name that was writing X Men, that was drawing X Men at the time that you tried to get a white cover or you asked him for the pricing for a white cover? Oh, dude. Um, was it Ansar? It's not like I oh dude I don't, I don't remember but I remember I remember that happening. It was like and a was, Hispanic dude, right? And it was oh you know what you might be right. Um, damn, what's that guy's name? Is it Morales? I don't remember, but I know who you're talking about. But it was so expensive. like his quote for a white cover was four hundred bucks. Yeah. And I think he only did the front page. I don't know how much of stuff he did it. I know they usually charge for like, or if you want a head, or if you want a, a bust, right. or an upper body, torso. Right. And that's without inking or, or color or anything. Right. And then I had, man, I wish I had her, <laughs> I, I wish I had her name. Well, you know what? I think I can find it. She, I, I asked this artist. She was really good. She was a manga style artist in Artist Alley. And she did full pencils, like gatefold, for like sixty bucks, but just pencils. So I had no color, no ink. So I still need somebody to ink it. But it covered the whole thing. So I think for a thousand dollar budget, maybe uh, it would wrap around with some color. You know, I don't need it fully colored, but uh, you know, some inks and a little color. You know. Yeah. Man. That's cool though. I mean, it makes sense, especially if you get a good artist. Like, I mean, that will definitely like it. Could like, I know I like stuff you know, off if you Ma really want to get rid of Sar. Uh huh. You know who that is? Yeah. Yeah, like like him to do a wraparound Superman white cover. Yeah. Would be tight. Or uh, yeah, I follow a lot of artists on Instagram that aren't like famous comic book artists, but. They work on little graphic shit here and there. Right. So, like, another dude is a dude out of, like, Brazil. Mm-hmm. His Instagram tag is 
Dibujante Nocturno. He's real good. Word. And well, then, I I just copied you and ordered two myself. <laughs> Sweet. So, I saw there were five available. They're from a different seller. Seven ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the guy I bought them from. It's a good book. Yeah, that's the cover price. So you're that you're getting a good price for that. Although mine was a prime, so it only you know it still lasted a little while to get here because it was from a third party seller. But well, look, whatever. I'm not going to LA till July, so I got time. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you gonna get it to draw it? I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. You know some good artists. Yeah. No, I mean, look. look I would ask Jim Lee, but I, I ain't got that kind of time. Let's see here. Let me look at my mail Instagram it list. It's cool if you get people that are good artists that aren't like comic artists because they might, you know, they might not yeah. know what what the. Oh, this guy's really good. It's a dude see, named. Terrence Whitlow. That's what I like about like Artist Alley, because you, you find an artist that he hasn't done shit like that, but you see his other stuff and like, <laughs> hey, how about throwing a Superman on this? Yeah. Yeah, Terrence Whitlow, if you could look him up, he's really good. But I bought two because I'm gonna take one to Comic Con and see who I can get to do it. And I'm gonna save the other one in like perfect shrink wrap packaging and damn it that's i'm gonna put jurgens's fucking name on it and he's gonna draw something on that motherfucker <laughs> i don't care what i have to do that i'm gonna get a jurgens original on an action comics 1000 i don't even care if he does booster gold on it in fact i'm gonna insist he draws booster gold on <laughs> it uh that would actually be really oh, good tony moore i would get to do it tony moore is amazing yeah um the reason i put the thousand dollar cap on it was because just to buy mike Allred original art on his website it's like a thousand bucks to start i would and not want he... mike Allred to do my action comics 1000 right but i mean like do you see yourself being able to ask him to do to commission him to do that cover oh yeah i have his contact info Okay. Yeah, see, and that that's just why I asked. Because I, I just picture you going to an artist alley and handing it to somebody, and then yeah. I couldn't imagine paying more than a couple hundred for that. Yeah, no. I, that, I would have to actually reach out to this person outside of a convention and say, hey. Just hey? Yeah, like, you know, hey, man, how much for this, you know? <laughs> Just like, you know, slide in the artist DMs. <laughs> slide in the artist DMs. That's funny. Oh, you know who'd be good to do it is uh remember the 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 artist that used to do those flare cards? She used to just sign her name Olivia. I remember the flare cards. I don't remember the signature Olivia. She did the Psylocke one. Oh, nice! Yeah, no, yeah. I, yeah, I would get her to do it. Yeah, she's I don't good. know how much she charge, but she did everything right. 
Like yeah, well, she did a lot of it. It, it was a lot of like it was all the heavy metal people and Playboy people doing the flare cards. Right, but I'm saying like she was like, like, like she because it was like a painting, right? Like a digital. Right. Painting. Yeah, she uses watercolor and acrylics. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so she's doing the whole thing. Yeah, and that's the thing. For a thousand bucks, I want like the whole thing. Can you get? You can't get watercolor on this, right? That, that yeah, you can. It, it'll 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 dry on it. It just you know it, you have to know how to manipulate it, and then you know the thing is with watercolors you can't seal it. You have to wrap it in plastic. You can't spray anything on it. It's crazy. Oh, you know to... Yannick Yannick Paquette. I would get to do it. Yeah, that'd be awesome too. It's really good. Looking down my list of artists here. <laughs> oh, Chris Ember would do a good job too. He's more like a Joe Mad type. Okay. I don't Oh, I'm you know f- what? I'm not familiar. Yeah, that's who I'd get to do it for a thousand bucks. David Cho. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's a graffiti artist. Mm-hmm. He or, did a good job. Yeah. All right. All right. You guys ready to get out of here? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Uh, let's uh, see. Okay. Uh, Vaughn, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm oh, okay. Why don't you give us a final thought, buddy? Oh, Joe, stop packing up. Turn that fan off, Joe. Stop vacuuming. What's he doing? Joe? Joe? Joe's hot. Leave him alone. <laughs> Joe? Stop doing that. No, okay. Vaughn, final thoughts. If you haven't seen uh, Avengers, go see Avengers. Indeed. Look, you took you took Oz's final thought. Oz's final thoughts. Can't wait for Deadpool. Yeah, it'll be fun. I think. All right, cool. Jay, final thoughts. I finished Vanilla Stormblood. You finished what? Vanilla Stormblood. Oh, okay. That's a good thing? It is very good. Okay, good. Moses Magnum, final thoughts? No, nah, Larry. No, nah, no, nah, man. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. <laughs> for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. Uh, we hope you enjoyed today's show. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, please make sure that you go ahead and check out all of our social media, Fantastic Forum on Twitter, Fantastic Forum group on Facebook, Fantastic Forum on Instagram. Mess with all of that. Let us know what it is you like, what it is you dislike, what you want us to talk about, and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate you. Thank you very much. Until next week, we're out. <laughs>